Hola, Roberto. Hola, Christian. Bueno. Bueno. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Lucky one three. Back in the studio. No, this is 12, isn't it? No, I think the last one was 12, wasn't it? Oh, shit. We have, <laughs> we have such a catalog, we can't get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. Right, Lucky number 13. Viva la Rob. Rob back from Cuba. Cuba. And then Mike Lahau. Yeah, like again. Whole, uh, whole ordeal. Ordeal. Ordeal, definitely. I mean, oh, you that's had, right. I was you, a part of it, yeah, too. Yeah, you had part of it. That, that, that it seems like a while ago, right? It, it does. The, lifetime. Anyone that had to travel to South Florida last week got screwed. <laughs> and everybody we told it to was in Florida were like, why? Yeah. They didn't understand. It wasn't that bad. I, I don't know what that what was about. What happened? Uh, he got, what happened to you first? Oh, my God. So we, you were we got for me. Yeah. You know, and it's one of those things. I, I generally fly Delta. So, you know, you stick to an airline, you get the points and you get try to do status. So I travel with Delta a lot for work. So personally, when when there is an opportunity, you know, I just travel Delta. But the, the only downside is, is Delta. There's no direct flights out of Philadelphia unless you're going to like three places, oh. which are other hubs. And so no matter where you go, you yeah. have to go through generally Atlanta. So we were just going to, you know, trying to get to Fort Lauderdale. And so we had a 9 a.m. flight. You know, it's an hour and a half to Atlanta, if that. Mm -hmm. And then we had an hour layover, if that. Uh, Say it was 11 o'clock in the afternoon last Friday. And there was a delay because of some alleged uh, rainstorm. in. You landed in Atlanta at 11? Yeah. So (laughs) 11 a.m. And you know how it is. And, you know, we're not able to take a lot of family vacations because my schedule and whatever. And, you know, so we had, you know, my daughter and she's pumped going to fly spring break for kids. And so, you know, minutes feels like hours, yeah. hours feels like days. And so, uh, in any event, the, the flight was delayed, you know, it was supposed to take off at like one thirty, mm-hmm. and I've never been a part of this with all of my travels in that they did every 30 minutes they were delaying the flight and they wouldn't make an announcement or a call, but they just committed to every 30 minutes of making, you know, like we're going to push it back. So, so did you keep having to promise your daughter over and over again? This is it, I think. Well, yeah, I, I I was trying to be, you know, I'm never a pessimist Mm -hmm. generally, but I was looking at the radar and yeah, <laughs> there see. was this sideways band of, of storm that came through. It was like, it, it created like an X with Florida. Oh. And so this thing was the, the length of the entire state and it was just moving sideways and it literally created a block. So between Jacksonville down to say like the Keys. So and, it was diagonal like But that. it was thin, right? Wasn't it like a thin wave? It, it looked it and you know, there was more green than red, but uh, I'm not I a pilot. Too, so right? I don't I don't know what See, you if, can we, if it was old school stuff, we could have if uh like you could have probably made it work by like going to the bar and hanging out. <laughs> oh, oh you yeah. Have a, yeah, yeah. You can make trapped it, in the airport yeah. with friends, like totally different yeah, experience. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> But, yeah. but oh, that, romantic that was Mike running around without a shirt in the airport. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Catch him. He's just, he's now in line at the, like, he's trying to get to the Bahamas. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just, I gotta go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I think they put him in a box eventually. Airport security be like, we can't have this. TSA just tackles him. <laughs> what, what, so were you on the plane? So then there was like this glimmer of hope where they said, you know what, we're just going to board everything. Everyone. Mm-hmm. So we went through the boarding process and we were buckled in, 
everyone was accounted for. Pilot says, okay, you know, we're, we're going to push out of the gate here. And then 15 minutes later, he makes another announcement saying, you know, there's been a ground stoppage in Jacksonville. So air traffic control uh, needs to clear out. And so you can either stay on the plane or get off. But if you get off, you have to take all of your luggage, your carry-ons, and, oh. and, and get off and recheck in. So because I was with my family, I said, all right, I'll go get some food. You stay. Oh. So they let me out, let me off <laughs> without my bags. Okay. And, and so I left them there. So I don't know, ran to like the stupid newsroom, you know, uh, Hudson News kind of station yeah. there. You just pick up granola bars and candy and stuff. And so I tried to get back on the plane. They wouldn't let me on. And they said, oh, well, we're going to go through the boarding process in 45 minutes. Like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> like I said, my family's stuck on the plane. Yeah. They let me out without my bags just because I'm yeah, yeah. grabbing food. And they're like, okay. So they had to like re, like reboot the, the computer and the, the check-in system just to let me in. And, and they weren't like, they said, don't say anything because then all, you know, the 15, 20 people that are just yeah, in yeah. the gate are just kind of like twiddling their thumbs, not wanting to sit on the plane. And so they just kind of let me, I had to scan my boarding pass again, go back in. And so we're like, okay, you know, we have food. So that'll, you know, kind of buy more time, another hour. And then uh, one of the flight attendants came by and, and Heidi actually, she was like, you know, I'm just going to ask for a glass of wine. I don't, I don't know. Is that okay? And she's like, you know what? Yes. And so they bring the bar cart oh, <laughs> down. Man, and so, so then they start handing out like drinks yeah, yeah, to yeah. everyone. And when I say everyone, there's probably 10 to 15% of the plane left. Oh, you know, people. yeah. Okay. Most people just hauled ass and got off. And so I had a bourbon. She had a glass of wine. It's like, okay, not the worst. The air conditioning was working. You know, we've yeah. been stuck on the target. Yeah, and and if all those all people that, are yeah. off, that makes a difference. We'll call it. It's probably <clears> four o'clock right now. And I'm pulling up the weather channel and I'm looking at this thing and it almost looks like a hurricane at this point. Really? And I'm like, I just don't know why they're not calling it now. Yeah. Like if they could call it now, you could plan kind of put around Atlanta, do whatever, you know, just get your mind out of knowing that you're going to be stuck here or going somewhere. Just make the call, but they wouldn't do it. And 4.30 turned into 5.30, 5.30 into 6.30, 7.30. And we're like, this is insane. So we finally got off the plane and said, you know, let's just grab dinner. Because the pilot made another announcement. He goes, I'm making a judgment call here. I'm being told that there is a small window. So you need to stay within, you know, a 15-minute proximity of getting back on the plane. Because some, I wouldn't want some small window. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna but but shoot everyone's this. in vacation <laughs> mode where it's like you don't want to be stuck, yeah. you know? And so, like, we're trying to pretend this is an adventure for, for my daughter. And it's yeah. like, okay, you know, you're hanging. And she was great. She was not complaining. She was doing, you know, puzzles and all mm -hmm. of that stuff. So we go to Fridays at the airport. Mm. And uh, I get the alert on my phone from Delta, like flight rescheduled 6.30 a.m. the following day. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I go, now it's, it's 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, mm -hmm. you know, and we've been, at, we've been traveling for 12 hours at this point. And uh, so I go, that's it, you know. And I probably said it because I was angry, frustrated, tired. Or I, I, I didn't say it in a proper way. Or I was like, you know what? 
told you like it was, we're canceled and then you know lola was like what so we can't and then that's where the floodgates yeah. you know and that's when she became a kid and you know yeah. and started crying and so then it was like ah oh, how do we kind of get out of this and i'm like all right and so i'm like half pissed and i want to get like a hotel voucher from the airline and mm-hmm. so i call delta and they're like well you have to speak to someone at the gate so i go to the gate and the guy is just like do you remember that old show on A&E, it was like a Southwest airline where it was like almost like a, uh, a reality show, but it was, they basically were at the airport and they just filmed the day in a life of a film crew. Does that no. sound familiar? It, it does, but mm-hmm. I never watch it. Well, they just have watching people have meltdowns. But that's all it was. Yeah. It was like the pe- parking war- wars, <laughs> but for the airport. And so this guy is like dealing with angry, 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 Damn, tired, drunk, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be that guy, but I'm yeah. also going to be, you know, assertive and, yeah. and try to get my way here. And so they stood the ground that it was weather related and they couldn't do yeah, anything it just, about it. And even though, you know, what it really was, yes, there was weather, but it was, they didn't have any backup crew. So after yeah. the allotted hours that the FAA allows flight crews to work mm-hmm. expired, they didn't have anyone in. So I tried to use that. I was like, I know exactly what's going on. You're, you're going to blame the weather all day long. But I saw the pilot and his crew get into a taxi and head to a, you know, a hotel because you don't have a backup crew right now. And he's like, so what? Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing we can do. I'm like, can I get a hotel voucher? Because it's either that or my family's sleeping on the ground here in the airport. Yeah. And he was just like, this is weather. I don't know what to tell you. There's 400 canceled flights right now. And I'm like, all right. You so did what, a good job. And then so like, what you end up doing? So in order to kind of like save yeah. Lola's meltdown, I was like, okay, you get to, you know, I went onto an app and I was like, you can pick a hotel. Oh, <laughs> you know, that's like, so fun. So she's scrolling through and like in her mind, she was like, is there a pool? I'm like, maybe. And even though like we didn't get yeah. to the hotel until like 11 yeah. o'clock, I'm like, yeah. And so that, that was a good enough distraction yeah. that she could pick yeah. like a shitty hotel a mile away from the airport. Then we, you know, you get in at 11 and then you're up at four in the morning because it's a 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah. flight. So Did she falls asleep on the way there or something too. We <laughs> yeah, she work. was out. And, um, but you know, once you kind of land and, you know, the weather was beautiful, you just kind of get adrenaline and yeah. you're, yeah, you're up and at them. But mine was, I, I saw that whole thing happening with on the text. You were texting us yeah. all about it. And, uh, I didn't, I didn't even think that that would affect up here. But we, we were all ready to go. We have everything the next day. This is Saturday. We're supposed to fly down to Miami to get on a cruise ship on Monday. So we have two days, two days buffer in Miami. But that was planned so we can, uh, you know, just tool around out there. We, an hour before we're supposed to leave, she gets an email that the flight is canceled. And there's no... There's I'm no, sorry, were you at the airport? No, we no. were actually, her, uh, my sister-in-law was going to drive us. So right. yep. I was dropping the dog off. She was dropping the other dog off in another place. And then... Uh, she goes, bad news. I'm like, what? I thought it was something with the dog. Yeah, she's like, no, the <laughs> flight is canceled. I'm like, well, what the hell do we do now? Yeah. Just thinking that you would get another flight. And, you know, after talking to intern Dan and, and looking around at what was going on, there was nothing. Intern was, Dan is also part-time flight attendant. So he's, <laughs> he's got the inside got the track. Inside. <laughs> we couldn't, there was nothing anywhere. And it's weird where we live because there's five airports to choose from almost. You can... Yeah, and there was yeah. nothing. There's no other place in the country is really like that, right? Where you can find 
no. five airports and driving <laughs> distance to get out. That's right. There was nothing. And uh, so Helen's starting to get a little like panicky, like what, you know, she's calling up. I'm on the phone with Spirit trying to find yeah, out. Yeah, because you were, you're eventually taking a cruise yeah. and that just goes with or without yeah, you, Yeah, with right? or without so. you. And I did not want to miss this. And neither of us did. We weren't just going to cancel the cruise because I don't think they'd give you your money back for that. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not our problem. You couldn't get here. And uh, so we called up a rental car company and she was on the phone with them and they were going to charge $400 for the drop-off fee, which was almost as much as the car itself what? for that. And we're kicking it back and forth. Like, all right, let's just take our car. We're just going to drive. Screw it. It's, tw- it's noon on Saturday. We oh, have to wow. be there 48 hours. We have to get to uh, Miami. So we just, you know, before we left the rental car company called back anyway and said, we don't have a car for you anyway. Now your mm-hmm. reservation's canceled. Like, fuck it. Just packed up some snacks, jumped in the car, and started driving all the way down there. That's not it at all. An interesting how long story. Did that could, t- how long it took. It? It, it almost took. By the time we got to Miami, it was about twenty four hours because of of stopping. Jeez. We stopped at. Uh, we you know we drove all the way down to Georgia, and that was the part where both of us were like, "This is dangerous." So we pulled off and slept in the car in a rest area for a couple hours. Wow. Then drove a couple more hours into Florida. And when you drive this drive, it seems like half of the freaking drive is just Florida alone. If you're going to South Florida, yeah, that whole, all the way down the East coast, it's gotta be about six hours itself. Maybe more. I could never drive down yeah. there with my family. It, we, it would take us like five days yeah, just to, to get st- down there. <laughs> you'd have to Those stop. Are pee breaks every three seconds. Yeah, like, we were I doing think, that. It felt yeah, like. my wife would say that they need to stretch their legs. Yeah, it, everything. It was it was it, it was easy because you know we have all kinds of entertainment. We're yeah we're doing that and then uh, don't just, you have an RV? Could could you have taken that? No, it's a trailer. No, that would have oh, been a freaking oh. nightmare. That would have been impossible. And then we'd have to find a place to put it oh, and all right, that shit. Right, but right. um. Yeah, we finally get down there. Uh, oh, actually, we stopped in New Samirna Beach just because we're like, I'm, t- I'm tired of eating Wawa snacks out of the back of the bag. Let's just go. Yeah. We've got plenty of time. Who cares? It was an Airbnb in uh, in Miami, so we told her we're going to be a little late. She was fine with it. And then so we stopped in New Samirna Beach, which was a really cool little town in North Florida, the mm-hmm. shark bite capital of the world, apparently. And uh, it, so we, we chilled there after a little bit. Finally, just, all right, we'll take our time going the rest of the way. We finally get into Miami, and every, everything was cool. Do they out. get people, sorry, but do they get people it, that go in the water and shark bite capital of the world? Yeah, there was, <laughs> it was Easter Sunday, but seem. the whole, the, they drive, like, the main drag drives right onto the beach, so the beach was Who the hell, I wouldn't want to go there knowing that. I think, it, it thinks statistically, well, Florida statistically has That's more shark attacks. They're usually not fatal, but, but just a bite is considered an attack. So th- they have more I'd, than any other place in the world because there's more beach, I guess, you know, more. I would consider in the seeing water. a shark an I attack. I don't, I I don't need to have it like even near this, me. I had heard this before that it was. So I asked a, a girl there. She's like, it's actually the shark bite capital of the world. We don't like to use attack. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. There's probably uh, more semantics. Florida man bites than shark bites. Florida man, too. Here's another thing. <laughs> Throwback to another salts. episode. Florida man. Oh, it's real. It, it's real, but it's North Florida. Yeah, Tallahassee. South, South Florida is a different place. Yeah. There's Florida man is Florida man down there. It's like, <laughs> so did you get the transition of like Spanish radio stations? Because I I absolutely love, and I'll sometimes put on Spanish radio stations just to hear like the supplement of English words that there's no translation uh, when they for. Just threw, no, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, we, 
It's so good. <laughs> 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 Hola, buenos días. Ocho, ocho, dos, uno. Cantando de eso, con el boda Snickers bar. This is all Mexican, though. You gotta, you gotta find a, a Puerto Rican or Cuban down for there. This sounds happy. Hello, it's a lot of good stuff. 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 A hubba bubba. Big bubble. It's the greatest thing. Del Norte. It's the greatest thing. You know, as soon as you crossed over Georgia, or actually, no, probably like once you got past West Palm or something, all the radio stations. Isn't my isn't Miami like that? Miami's. Yeah, Miami's all Spanish. Yeah, it's yeah. it's so like heavily. It's, is it very fluorescent? Yeah, it, it's <laughs> some places, other places. It looks like it's just bombed out and left over and oh, dirty. Yeah. Like oh. it just when you get out to the beach, it's yeah. it's stupid. It's actually, you know, kind of disgusting because of the flamboyant, you know, uh, yeah. Ricky Martin look to it. With is that, that what it is? Or do, uh, is South there like Beach? South yeah. Beach is stupid. There's just so much money floating around or yeah. people uh, projecting like they have money. It's yeah. but it's the only place that feels like sex. <laughs> like, you know, everyone wants to say Vegas yeah. is yeah, like fuck that. It's, yeah. sex is in the air in Miami. It's like the women don't wear clothes. You know, everyone's fit. Everyone's beautiful. No one wears like you just it's uh, just like if you have a button down shirt, you're only getting two buttons up. Like everything's <laughs> spread chests yeah, are yeah. out. And then there's a huge influx of European because, you know, it's, it's yeah. so warm. And then South Americans. come. I mean, it is just. I, it, it's a beautiful place for sure. It's, it's probably the only redeeming quality of Florida, but it is sex. Like that's yeah. how I would describe it. And neon colors. Yeah. yeah flamingos. I, I can't yeah. handle South beach though. I can't where we were. I found some, we got turned onto a couple different places. We ended up in this section called Wynwood, and it was, oh, yeah. uh, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. uh, that place was jumping. It was ridiculous. And it wasn't all that, that, uh, Miami vice neon kind of mm. feel to it and everything like that. This is what, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. This, is, this is my favorite piece by them, too. We had a story about that song, but um, we, were, we ended up outside in some outside joint called uh, Winwood Yard because they had live music playing. So we went in, it was a, like a funk reggae band playing. And they had, uh, it was just an open area with like 10 food trucks that were absolutely the best food that we had on the entire trip. And then, uh, they, uh, what was the. Uh, Oh, they had all the craft beers there were awesome. I didn't I never in Miami. Yeah. Really? I don't know. They didn't say the brewery, but they were all like lo, it says local on it. And I got a, like a sour and a pilsner, and everything was really good there. And I don't equate warm weather places with good beer all the time. Yeah. It's usually like the cold weather places. I feel like do a better job. But uh, yeah, that was that was a really cool night. We're rolling around the city there for a while. But the 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 gist of the story and the whole reason we went was because the the cruise ship stopped in Cuba, in Havana. And that's the, the main reason. I've been dying to go there for a long time. And uh, first, I, have you, did you do a cruise before? I did, yeah. We talked about it when Bill went on, on uh, his cruise. But I, I went on like a senior citizen's cruise. All right. That which I, made it awesome. I feel like... <laughs> yeah. like I don't even feel like... a shuffleboard and shit? It was great because, you know, there was no... Everyone equates it. I think Bill said it was like a traveling uh, Walmart. Walmart. No, that's exactly. And, it, yeah. Mine was like a white trash, like a trash bag wedding at a floating Denny's. Like it was, oh, the, the food wow. is terrible. What, what cruise line? It was Norwegian. But this See, that's what I, usually a good one, I thought. I, I don't think it's the, but I don't, the food is, I mean, because the upstairs, they have the buffet that just keeps going constantly. You can get that 
that food sucks. Uh, then they have the restaurants and other decks that they, uh, they're perceived to be nicer. You know, you kind of dress up and go to them. You get their little reservation. And then there's the one you have to pay for that's not included. But uh, I would hope we didn't go to it. But I would hope that they would serve different food because I think they just take the shit from upstairs and just rework it and make it look nicer and serve it to you downstairs. Yeah. It was, when we first got on, I was like, all right, you know, we made it, we're good, we get on, we take our stuff, uh, go somewhere. But they, when they're boarding a ship, they got to have somewhere for you to go because your luggage isn't on. So they kind of all file you upstairs to that front deck, and the bars are open right away. So, And food, too. The, I mean, these people, it looks like they were ran right to the buffet and ran to the bar. And I they did the same, not with the buffet, just went to the bar. I'm like, we're on, let's do this. And I probably banged two... Uh, Bahama Mamas or whatever they were serving real quick. and then Now, I, did you get the unlimited drink package? I, the whole thing was, I think the whole ship was. <laughs> like, I, otherwise, yeah, I could yeah. see how somebody, I've heard horror stories where they get nailed at the end for like 1500 bucks because yeah. you drank all this liquor. It's all yeah. funny money. You just have like a, a, a card. card yeah. What else do you but do it, on a cruise? Like they, for how long? The upper deck has a couple pools and hot tubs and... I mean, we asked Bill this, but he had his kids. But but you guys weren't attached to anything. No, they do have like the they have schedules and cruise directors. It almost looks like uh, Dirty Dancing, you know, when they have like all those events, like you see the planning, like at those mountain resorts. It's kind of like that, but on a boat. But at first, when everyone rushed on, they're all on the pool deck and they're playing this shitty kind of like house music. It's like the whole time. I had a couple drinks, and Helen was asking me. She's like, "Are you nervous?" I'm like, "No. Why would I be nervous?" <laughs> you it had was, anxiety. You dude, were worried. Something happened because after like after an hour or so, I started to go into a rage in my head. I'm like, Ooh. "What the fuck are we doing?" This is because you felt confined too. You're like, "Did you have a non-acid acid trip?" Yeah, maybe <laughs> something. Something was weird because I couldn't explain how I was in such an awful mood at that point. Because mm. I'm looking around like, "Damn, you I have think claustrophobia." Was, no. But it was just the, I think it was just the fact that it's white trash around, phobia. We're sitting, all right, we're, we're sitting, um, have a little buzz. We're sitting on this pool deck. The sun's beating on you with this terrible music in your ear. And I'm watching some of the ugliest, I mean, I don't care, fuck it, some of the ugliest people you'll ever see in the world. A, a huge fat girl <laughs> sitting in front of us on, on a, uh, a beach chair. She, I mean, I, she must have had her shit on when she came on board, bikini. And that's fine if that's what you want to do. But she got She's up. Proud, man. She got up from the pool, the deck chair, and was while she got up, her ass cheeks must have clamped down on her beach towel. Oh, oh and no! And she walked like three or four steps oh my God. before she pulled it out of her ass. I'm like, how? that's amazing. It's not like it's a thin piece of paper. It's a fucking beach towel <laughs> in her ass as she not walked toilet the paper, a and beach I think towel. It took her a couple minutes to re- not a couple minutes, but a couple steps to realize that terry the beach cl- towel terry cloth was- gets heavy. It, it, I've it, seen that especially done with- when it's wet. It, it, that must have been a big yeah, rump. I've, I've just, seen it. I've seen it done with toilet paper. Oh before, my god! But that's but that was like, oh, this is where this is going. Like, I, I'm just going to have to drink heavily, think, and I did. <laughs> did you just start yelling, turn around? No, yeah, turn around. We didn't even leave. We didn't uh, even leave. Yet. Not everybody cruises, was on. Our cruise is like a no-no if you're sober. I don't think, I don't see how you could. I, even yeah. drinking, I, I, thank God when they finally brought our bags in, I, I snuck a vape on there. It was mama's little helper. It was the only thing that was <laughs> going to turn that around. But yeah, uh, yeah it, it just, there was something gluttonous there's so there's something so gluttonous about just people just racing to the bar racing to the uh to the buffet and it's and 
they kind of encourage you to do it. All Americans? So, yeah, you're going to, no. No. The crew, not, um, there was no, one. No, not Ameri- the crew. I'm saying no. the, the guests. No, they no. were all different. All okay. different. I'm telling you, there were so many different types of people, but it was... It well, was. it's funny because the reason I ask is, so a part of our trip, we were, you know, down in South Florida, we yeah. were visiting family near the beach, all that stuff. And then we spent a day and a half up in Orlando at this little resort called uh, Discovery Cove. And so there it's like this man-made island where you can just snorkel and then like swim with dolphins, right? Mm-hmm. It's this entire, entirely contrived, you know, Orlando destination yeah but like the maximum capacity less than a thousand people right so it's not like your disney world thing but for whatever reason it was all british people oh really there was yeah. not like we were probably like the only american family but it made it great yeah outside of people walking around looking like casper the yeah, ghost i was yeah. just gonna say <laughs> and they probably had like so much <laughs> lotion you know it's funny that you mentioned that because uh they suggest that you don't put on any of your outside lotion on because of the dolphins and the aquatic life and like so they provide you with their organic uh, suntan lotion or uh, sunblock yeah and so this stuff no lie it was like motor oil it was like white motor oil silicone uh, like it it looked like caulk right well you had a sorry to yeah but you had a kid um or have a kid yep when did you guys like completely casper her up when like when she was younger like that's what people do these days with like yeah yeah well we're not you know because then you have to be careful because then there's like now sunblock is dangerous right. and it's well, not yeah. uh, you know it's not yeah you but know, if you get that organic shit though that is yeah. some thick yeah, like, yeah 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 so yeah she was covered but you know thankfully she you know it's like i can i can tan easily yeah. and you know the mediterranean skin so to speak yeah. right like it's not like i like i might get a little red but the next day Exactly, the same and then thing, it's yeah. like so. I not to say that's above sun cancer, but uh, y- you know, it's I'm not British, right? So yeah. it's yeah, but it's that she was sun adequate. is different down there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but, but she uh, was covered. But I, I was on that note. There was a guy, and they had these vats kind of clamped to like oh, this is where you, like near the locker room or where you get towels or whatever. So they had this vat, and you would just like a big push, you know, like. <laughs> And this dude had no idea, like you couldn't rub it in. Yeah, like well, it I was, was just say. people were just rubbing and rubbing and it just. I don't know if he realized or just didn't understand, but he and he was bald, <laughs> British bald guy, <laughs> middle aged. He just started spreading this stuff, and it was like remember like in the eighties with zinc, you know, you you would do yeah. your nose with <laughs> different colors. Like his entire head was bright white. And he had no idea it wasn't rubbed in because he's just lathering and lathering and lathering. And so, and he had a wetsuit on. You have to wear a wetsuit at these things, right? Because the the dolphin temperature of the water is cold. Mm. And so he didn't have to put it on his body. So he had no clue, no reference. And so I am laughing and I'm like elbowing Heidi, like, oh my God. And she's like, you're being mean. I'm like, I'm not being mean. This guy's walking around like Casper the freaking ghost. He has no idea. So... His family must have been in the restroom and they come out and, you know, like these big restrooms where they're just like communal area. Yeah. So there must have been five or six family members and they spot him and then they go into an outburst laughing their ass (laughs) off and he has no clue. And they're just like laughing and pointing and just making a scene because and I'm like. I'm laughing, and they looked at me and, like, gave me the nod because they knew that I knew. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and I watched this guy for four minutes 
just try to rub in this, <laughs> this white grease. That's, uh, yeah, it's, on that note, the, it was later the first night, and the pool's closed, and we're out on the deck, and I had no plans of going in there anyway, but the, I'm looking at the pool water, and it's cloudy as shit at night. Like, you couldn't Ooh. see through. It was like like, like a coke or cocoa butter cauldron of chlorinated piss or something like that. <laughs> it was just awful. <laughs> so we, I didn't go near that shit. And I'm not really a germy guy, but I'm like, that was... That was just way too much. So finally, that, you know, the first night I, I calmed down after a little while and I, I had a couple of drinks and everything was good. And then sure. the next day was the first day we, we pulled into Havana and and that was crazy. We were there at like six in the morning. You didn't get to go until set like seven. And uh, so the, one of the cruise directors, there's all kinds of, of rules. They hand you these rules for Cuba, mm-hmm. obviously because of the embargo. And there's a ton of places. You can't even read half of them where you're not allowed to go. I'm like, how the hell? We carried the thing. And, and what the one of the cruise directors was really well-versed, and she was the OFAC officer. I, I don't remember what that acronym is for, but it's like the mm-hmm. government position. With, and she's like, uh, don't worry about this. Don't worry about that. Anyway, uh, we get off the boat, and we're walking like off the terminal. And you can see it right away. This place looks like. Like, Stuck in time. Yeah, right? not just, I mean, you, you can see the cars right away. Yeah. But the architecture right there, some of that stuff's from the 16th century, like Spanish. Yeah. Crazy shit when you walk off. And then then there's construction and dirt and shit over here. And we ended up getting funneled that way. And to the right would have been a lot more little shops. And and uh, and uh, it, they don't even have shops. It's hard to describe. There's like a shop here, a bar, a little restaurant. Then we went to the left and it's completely bombed out. I mean, it it looks like a third world country, like for real. It, it, walking down these streets, you could have thought you were in like maybe somewhere in the Middle East where it would have been dangerous, like shit. Where we walk, we, right away a guy comes up to you immediately. Uh, but, 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 I, we asked him how to get somewhere and he, he uh, asked for a peso for the directions. Nobody begged. Right. You would have thought there would have been... Strongly implied to tip though. Yes, for everything, <laughs> for like, for just... Almost saying hi, but not really. But but just he said go this way because there's a market. The market didn't open till eleven, so we were just wandering through the city, mm. only two or three blocks. And then all of a sudden, another guy comes up. He's like, "Hey, man, I remember you from the cruise ship. I work at the terminal." I'm like, "No, you don't." <laughs> <laughs> and he, he didn't catch that, but he was. Uh, there were all the thing is with a, any other place in the world with that economic, I guess, devastation. Right. Dictates that place should be dangerous as hell. Sure, it's not. At all. Yeah. It's really strange. We're, you know, within 20 minutes, uh, we walked into this little garage type shop where they were selling art. And one of the things we wanted to buy was some paintings down there because I know they had a a bunch. Mm -hmm. Right off the bat, we're in there. This guy's following us now. He's like attached, like trying to explain everything. Mm. All right. All right. I know eventually the money thing's going to come. But so we buy a painting and it's not, there's, there's government stores which because it's communist country, so they sure. control everything. And this one was not, so the money would go to the family or whoever owns it. It's proprietor. So uh, we, I bought a painting. I overpaid for it, I'm sure. It was sure. like, we lo- and again, with the money, they have two different types of currency. They have the Cuban currency and then the other one that's like a convertible peso, where okay. we actually lost, believe it or not. I didn't think, because there's, on top of that, currency for U.S. dollars, there's like a 10% fee on top of that just oh, for wow. U.S. Yeah. dollars because yeah. it was suggested that we uh, change to euros or 
Canadian money or even the pound. But uh, the cruise director's like, you're going to get nailed twice then anyway. Yeah. You, you know, it's funny they mentioned that. I forgot to tell you, but uh, I found like an old, I think, $40 worth of euro before I left oh, yeah. for Japan. And when I got to Japan, I converted it. And that was so much. <laughs> I got twice the money or something ridiculous. Like, yeah. That's dollar's what, pretty weak, right? That's now. what, and they were, you know, talking about that too. I mean, just because of the ten percent that yeah. they lay on top yeah. of us, which is kind of understandable with the way that we treat them, I guess. And I know there's a lot of different schools of thought on it, but really, what they, the embargo has never worked. It's yeah, never worked. And, right. it's, and whatever, and there's something coming down the pike next week uh, from the Trump administration, mm. and they all know about it already, and they'll survive it again too. It's not going to work. Yeah, whatever they're trying to strangle them with so you, you still saw some love for uh, castro no it, i don't i didn't see no. love i didn't see hate for it either though like i, I didn't see yeah. either way there was a lot of people that were just kind of like this is and we didn't get into it because what it about said, sammy sosa didn't talk baseball <laughs> with any of them but because the, but they were ridiculous with it though there's oh, yeah. there's a part yeah. there's an central park where people meet every day just to talk about baseball for hours and uh one of the tour guides we had because they they made you take one. We were actually interested anyway for mm -hmm. just to get a little history of it. And she's like, no, nah, people, I take people up here all the time. And these guys start screaming like, like really, you know, animated with it. And she's like, no, it's not violent. It's okay. Don't worry. They're just talking about baseball. Like they show up just to do that shit. You get, but, you get a round of dominoes in, but no, I would have got a, I didn't see anybody playing that either. That would have been cool. But we did uh, within 20 minutes. I ended up in, in an apartment. I feel like I'm upstairs. hitting all the stereotypes. I'm sorry. No, I, I would have loved <laughs> to see people. Didn't we put dominoes yeah, back in the garage? I was going to buy that a, was yeah. a. That was a. I was going to buy a, a set of dominoes at lunch. From there, but we'd bring it to lunch. I got a set. Oh yeah, yeah. that's it. right. We play it. I, I think yeah. I forget how to play. I just didn't because of the timing and the amount of money we had, and not knowing what we're going to see later. I didn't. I didn't uh, purchase them. But up in this apartment, all of a sudden, 20 minutes, we're in a freaking somebody's apartment. Because this guy brings us up there. Well, that escalated quickly. Yeah, from a, from we, after I bought the painting, I'm still got this guy <laughs> hanging on to me. Like, yeah, you come here. He's telling us all this stuff, and he's dressed like like an American dude. Like he, you know, he had the the Nikes and yeah and whatever. So he's obviously been somewhere, or somebody brought him. You something. don't want to go there. You but come here. He, that's what he brought us upstairs, and he, like he's, this guy's got to spread his cigars oh, everywhere. My dream. And uh, but they tell you don't. Don't go with these guys. You got to go to the yeah. state store because they'll, they there's so many scams. You could be, yep. you know, banana leaves and all this. And I'm like, I didn't ask this guy to take me up there, but I'm like, all right, let's just see. And when he started telling me the price, cigars are fucking expensive there. Rum is pretty cheap, but cigars, like, wow. he's like uh, 120 for this. I'm like, I don't even know if it's real. I'm like, no. He's like, what do you want? You want to pay one for one? I'm like, no, I don't want cigars. I'm like, I don't know why he brought us up here, but I didn't. Look I'm at sorry. me. I I'm, want Cocaine. I'm so, I should have said <laughs> <laughs> They would understand everybody was speaking English, too, which, uh, I mean, not everybody, but a lot of the younger people, like in Europe, you find they speak English and fairly yeah. well. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I guess that's kind of makes us look bad because they, they seem to value education more than in this country. But anyway, this guy, it, anything else, anywhere else in the world, if I had done what I had just done there, stupidly, up in someone's apartment, they're like, you're not going to buy anything. We brought you up here. Why don't we just jack you? Fuck you. Yeah. They could have done that, but they didn't. And, uh, it was, it, that part well, of the city. You're a big guy. I mean, yeah. don't, don't There was like four or five here. of these guys around <laughs> me too, though. And Helen's looking because there's, there's an open door because a lot of these places didn't have doorways at all. And you're looking in and there's, uh, 
like a like a, a family sitting there like washing dishes dirty as hell while this guy's trying to sell me cigars i'm like nah and we we just bounced and then the guy finally like, well what's something for my trouble I'm like all right here five pesos go away just you know get away from me yeah. then we ended up in a little bar drinking a mojito within a, a half an hour but this was the place that was really clean like you know i'm sorry we listened to episode 11 last night on the way home it just popped on yeah and so what we did kind of mirrored what you did and it's funny in japan yeah we got there the boat pulled in at seven we got off at eight it was going to pull out again at, at five in the morning so you had all that time we didn't get back uh, on yeah. the boat we just, just went gorilla it. the whole time yeah and uh and then you were talking about the bathrooms there, like, oh, these nice bidets and yeah, all this. Yeah. Half of these places didn't have toilet seats. Oh, wow. And you had to, you kind of, they suggested on one of the things that you bring your own toilet paper or wipe. We brought some wipes. Thank God I didn't have to use it in that capacity. But uh, Damn. Yeah, it was, it was fucked up. Some places were really, really bombed out. But the people, the thing is why they're going to survive it again is because the people have such strong national pride there. Yeah. And they're not bitter. They're not bitter about that situation at all. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It's really crazy. It's it was a hell of a lot of fun. But I mean, it's 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 interesting though. I mean, because you know, they're they're kind of forced in this time capsule. Yeah. And and it's almost it's it's not the easiest thing to travel out, right? No, not and at so, all. So and it's a small place, so you kind of have that communal national pride and if it's all that you know you embrace it and and you're proud of and it they have and they've a history of just fighting yeah. people off like yeah. fighting different people that tried to to annex them or or to be in charge there it was really and there we you know we got in the old car because it was part of the tour and they drove us around the city just to take a, a 50 look and jabby it was a 59 plymouth mm. and the guy driving the car was a younger dude but he was and he had the cuban hat on he's all like flamboyant driving the thing and he's yeah. like uh we're listening to just Ameri- like regular American you like didn't, you modern didn't get house any bullshit. Of the, uh... Yeah, later on. Yeah, they weren't there in the morning. But not quite. Come like into my club. Yes. <laughs> Do you want cigar? That was right. I got all the cigar. See what I said. <laughs> Do you want one I got one for you. <laughs> we got off the boat and went left. That was shit was all right. What's the matter? You want some rum? You want some rum? That was it. Aroma. Aroma. El Ron da Cuba. They, uh, I drink rum. You drink rum. We all drink rum. That's all they Oh, no. You don't drink rum with me? I bring you to my clahau and you don't drink rum? That's a, those are straight up American Cubans. That ain't <laughs> hate shit down there. You got to pay for that shit. But they, uh, they, they have, it's really weird to go to a place where there's no corporate logos anywhere, mm. anywhere. You can't see it. Like, think what country, I mean, I'm sure there are in the Middle East or even in some place where there's not a Coca-Cola or, or some other. Yeah, I mean, label. rum and cigars, that's the only export, right? Like, they, what else is I don't happening? Think they, I don't even know if they export. They probably do to other countries in the Caribbean. Obviously, it can't yeah, come here. Well, I mean, the rest of the world, except. And the rum, the rum and the cigars are owned by the government. It's the state-run shit, like places later on at night when the music was out and the guys were like, come inside, come in and show you the menu. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had music playing, great music. And uh, they would... They, you get a Cubano thing, sandwich? We did oh, get a Cuban sandwich. Favorite. But it's, it was totally different. It was like really? shaved pork with uh, spinach and cucumber on top of it. Oh, so like they didn't go pickle and mustard? No. No, they we had Ameri- the mustard on the side. So we Americanized that thing? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's yeah, kind of what happens of everywhere. Bitch. But... Uh, or this one was just different. It was a little more modern. It was uh, the 
it just seemed a little bit more because other places they like right next door is a place where they do the rations for the people and it's a mm. fucking shed and the shit that people can take out of there is like n- almost nothing but you're across the street eating this more modern type i don't i don't know what the original cuban was in there but this was what their version was it was yeah. just like shaved pork cucumber spinach and i think mayonnaise i don't know what it was on there but it was pretty good but they uh yeah they where was I going before with this? Oh, the rum. The the rum. They have a couple beers there, but half the places didn't have them. So they just <laughs> literally drink rum, and that's it. Oh wow! Like rum was fucking everywhere, everywhere. And then just they, straight uh, up rum. A lot of some of them drink straight up rum. They drink the mojitos. Which now is it all spiced rum? Or no, like they have did this, they have? No, they have the three different kinds. They had, yeah, which I bought at the market and didn't realize first time there. I got ripped off because I bought little pint bottles for yeah. like. 15 pesos each 15 pesos and a toothbrush so a toothbrush. we read we read online <laughs> a lot of places online said bring just small things like like small amenities that these people can't get their hands on so oh we were in God, cvs yeah. before we left That's and i grabbed idea. 10 toothbrushes their travel toothbrushes with the little toothpaste inside yeah did and you did you use that to barter like <laughs> this time I did because the guy he wanted to sell me all three different types of the rum the like the three years the the just the regular basic one and then the the añejo and I got they he's like yeah I got it for you in the market and he pulls it out from behind something else because mm-hmm. he's not supposed to be selling this shit mm-hmm. and he gives it to me and they wrap it in packing tape and then he makes a handle out of it and he gives me the other one after I bartered it down with five pesos and a and a toothbrush did he did you identify the uh, jacked up teeth. <laughs> no, I didn't he just, actually. He just was into that. I don't. Wow. That, that, that was because they were like, yeah, okay. Damn. Like they would take, they would take it, and it was that's like jail be, shit. Like that's what, yeah. Was it common? Common. They said or something. They said you bring aspirin or or anything, any kind of small thing wow. you get in a pharmacy that we take for granted and give it to them, and they were pretty gracious about it. But I got ripped off with the <laughs> rum there, Psst, Hector. Psst. You want some floss? <laughs> I got some floss. <laughs> Hector, <laughs> come here. Muy bueno. But then we <laughs> found out with the rum, uh, that rum at the state store was the the big seven year old bottle of Havana Club aged was twenty pesos. Mm. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? I I just bought the, the rum. I got ripped off on the cigars. So the cigars in that same state store. I'm like, show me the same box the guy showed me was Cohiba. Mm-hmm. Which I thought uh, you know more about cigars, but I've had a Cohiba in Mexico. Yeah, I mean, I, there's Dominican or yeah, Nicaraguan. The, I, I thought that was the the uh, Garcia Vega of Cuba, like because it got <laughs> out, like that was the one. It, but apparently, it's not. It's a, it's like no, that's the best, man. No, man, that's the best. Yeah. And the uh, that same box of cigars, twenty five cigars, in that nice little wooden box was three hundred dollars. Mm. So I was like. You know what? I not cheap. No, I'm not. I didn't like cigars that much, so I bought a five pack for forty bucks, and that was it because I didn't know where I was going to take the money after that. But we went to. Uh, so they allowed you to. The, according to the paper, you're allowed to bring back a liter of rum, and a hundred dollars worth of cigars. But you might as well take the paper and wipe your ass with it because nobody checked it. Nobody on the right. way. We also got back on the boat at one in the morning. There was hardly anybody there to check it but the ones right. they just go but i bought the rum illegally and there was no receipt for that so it's how dare you so it's weird because our government wants you to not buy at the state store to support their government and mm-hmm. i think their government gets pissed if you don't like if you don't have the receipt somebody sold it to you illegally right 
I killed well, him. Because it's socialist, right? So yeah, they need, it's yeah. straight communism. Like they still, which I don't understand exactly. Well, understand it's easy to pick on Cuba. Like China's still communist, but we mm-hmm. wouldn't fuck with them. Like you would fuck with. It's easy, and it's also I heard there was a lot to do with Venezuela now, because Cuba still supports Venezuela on some things. So they're the Trump administration is tightening the uh, the embargo again next week. So you can't go person to person, and it's changing what you can send as a Cuban-American to other Cubans in Cuba. So it's just going to, from what I can see, it's just going to hurt the people more than the government. But, right. But, yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting place. And there, we went to two bars that Hemingway frequented, and both of those bars were mobbed. They were packed. With, with tourists? No, or I don't think locals? so. I think locals, too. Like, other Cubans, it just didn't... It, they were dirty as shit. The first one, like, would almost make you want to puke if you went all the way back into it. Like, yeah. Right up front, it was cool, but that's where we put the Rob's Garage sticker on the front of that one because it was all. There you go, breaking laws internationally. Yes, but it, yeah, it was all it about was the brand. Crazy. I would go. I would go back there in a second because it was it was that interesting. But like the, uh, it's literally frozen in 1959. Yeah. A lot of places, and I guess the mob had a huge presence there prior to. Castro's revolution. So there's like the, they have a, uh, the, uh, the national hotel, which is their mm-hmm. big hotel in the middle of the town was built by the mafia. And they, apparently they had a huge meeting there from the guys from Italy, the guys from the, uh, the States, the Cuban mob, all of them met there. I think it was just prior to, uh, them closing it down, kicking them all out. Oh, wow. They were going to turn it into Vegas. The Vegas would probably be shit compared to Havana if they'd succeeded. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, how, I mean, it's, it, how big is the entire island? Yeah, it's. I don't know how mileage it wise, but it's easily the biggest island in the Caribbean. And we didn't get outside the city. I would love to go there and get outside the city, but I know that wasn't uh, possible. We just had to learn one section of it because you got around. Well, Japan was what with the with the transportation you can get anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it's as modern as modern gets. Absolutely, this was like going back the other way. At least way. you didn't get in trouble. No, it, I, I took the stuff. So I gave Helen the, the, the bottle and the cigars and the receipts. And you take those. I'll take the, the shit yeah. we weren't supposed to drink. Do you um, love me? If you <laughs> love me, you would take <laughs> this. <laughs> take one for the team, honey. It's 42,000 square miles. I, I don't know what, what a state that would equate to. Or uh, Let's see. So if, if Key West is seven square miles. Is it seven square miles? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I think it's. You remember those statistics? Yeah, seven point two. Damn, if we if, if we went back garage days to Cuba, we would never come back. We'd you know, still we'd be in some jail. That or right? we ended up in uh, the last bar of the night. They actually had draft beer, and it was yeah. good. I don't. It was another pills. Every country down there makes the same fucking pilsner and yeah. pass it off like it's the best. It's stop. It's all <laughs> relatively the same shit. But uh, this was a, it was a rougher looking place, and there was this dude. A ginger guy, redhead, sitting there next to me with a shaved head. He was real skinny, and he had tattoos on. After, and then somehow, because we've had a couple, we ended up getting into a conversation with music. They like, called me Fuego. Uh, where you think? <laughs> where you think I'm from, man? I was like, if I look, the only <laughs> Cuban redhead, amazing. <laughs> oh, no, Fuego. What he said to me right dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Yeah, don't talk like to every him. everyone hides when he walks in. <laughs> That's what. He, but he had that. Look, but he was mad skinny. He was and he was wearing a tank top. And he's. But he had that weird like foreign confidence. Like, 
where do you think I'm from? <laughs> I was like, you look English to me. And he was like, I'm Cuban 100%. And then he started talking about, like, then he'd start. They ever That's his icebreaker because he knows sure. he looks he different. Told somebody like, that, like, he's like, a freaking albino and, like, he, he just wants to, you know, he told somebody uh, size the, people up. Yeah, he so told somebody the cruise before and so he's going to say the cruise after. He's going to this guy, so there's a couple that happened to be on the same cruise with us. This this guy was very large. I mean, large. He was like 6'6", six, six, but he was a big black dude, and he was with this white woman. Not like that makes a difference, but usually a bigger... Did she have a towel stuck in her butt? No, oh. no, not her. No, she was like a more like a Southern <laughs> Belle kind of girl. But they're talking, he's like, they got... I forgot what the, sh- the whiskey was here for like $6. So he was just pounding this whiskey. He gets up to pay the bill after a little while while this guy was bullshitting the, 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 the ginger Cuban... He sits down with his wife, and he was just talking. So Helen, this Cuban guy, I don't remember his name, and this dude's wife, while the guy's next to me paying the bill at the bar, and then the, the Cuban guy goes, don't worry, man. I don't bother your wife. I'm just talking. And the guy didn't say shit to him. He didn't start anything yeah. with him. Yeah. And the Cuban dude just kept going, like, fine, I'll get up. And he moves. He's like, fucking, he said something. And the, the woman grabs the guy and is like, yo, go. He's like, what the fuck? And this dude's like, you're in Cuba now, man. I'm like, oh. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not saying nothing because let him let him do whatever he's gonna do. The the woman pulls the the guy out, the, the American guy, and they go back to the boat, I guess. And he's like, "I don't take shit from no one. I'm small, but I keep punching." I'm like, Damn, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah." You keep punching, and I'm like, "I, I didn't want if I w- was comfortable and if it was my own country or something, like that guy would have kicked your fucking ass. I don't care how foreign <laughs> you are." Like, like you, you've never seen anything but this island. He sounds very dangerous. He though. looked dangerous for a little guy because he had that confidence in him. But I'm like, there's, a, yeah. But if you put that guy here, I guess he'd be all right. But like there, he's a little bit more yeah, shady. And I think he's probably a little shady. I think he would talk with the same stupid confidence. Like we've seen every other nationality do this shit <laughs> yeah. before. No, no, no. I tell you how it is. Like that's what it like <laughs> all right, because you've got some international fucking spidey sense yeah. that makes this more yeah. Yeah. but like it, it doesn't matter where you're from, you have that one redneck mentality, I'm right? Like, like yes. this super nationalistic. Uh, yeah, like he's like, got, like so he, tough. Exactly. Like uh, what if this guy found himself uh, walking around the South Bronx? You're gonna tell them, no, no, no. All right, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna listen to this shit. Yeah. Like so it it didn't matter where you were from. And it's not a it, like, I, I didn't get an impression, like, anybody was aggressive like that, like, tough. Yeah. This guy was yeah. just, like, squarmy. And he was drunk at that point. He's, like, at, he repeated himself a hundred times before we went up the boat. He's, like, he's shaking my hand, all real, looking me in the eyes. Like, always look I. Always look I. I'm, like, Mr. Miyagi. And he's, like. Uh, <laughs> he gave you advice. It, yeah, he kept doing that. I was, like, I did something where I, like, I, yeah, I was, it's, like. it's, like, he's some type of zoo animal that he only sees people from the outside world when cruise ships I, come yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> Often, because he owned a, he, apparently he owned a bar, but we didn't get to go to it. He was just there after hours. And he, uh. Yeah, but I just like misspoke. Like normally, oh, oh, I'm sorry. It I, I was something else. He's like, never apologize. <laughs> and then he, then he's like, and he's like, no. And he goes, look in my eyes, never apologize. <laughs> so, but it was fun. We're in his country. We're drinking. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. You're like, nor my head. Like, shut up, asshole. How like, are there people? I feel like I've met people like that I, here. There's always. I, like, I think we worked people. in at Naples sometimes. Yeah. Like, like he had a Mario kind of sense to him a little yeah. bit like you know when he was like just yeah. a little arrogance yeah. I, I don't 
Mario's I, some dude that worked in a I, pizza yeah, place a pizza he used pl- to work. Yeah, and he yeah. had this... Uh, like Napoleon. Very, very much the same size, too, other than yeah. his long red beard. Yeah. Some, yeah. And it, it was just, like, after a while, he, I don't know. It, it was in his country, so I didn't mess with him. But like, in my head, I'm like, you fucking asshole. Flow rider. No, I thought I, th- I thought Pitbull would uh, come in and talk a little bit about Fuego, but I guess not. Fuego. Uh, anyway, it wasn't. There was no danger. There was no. It was really, really interesting to see. So he- Hemingway really had uh, made the most of his ninety-mile separation between. Yeah. Com- so did he have his own little? Charter that he would just I, probably in and out? he probably would. There was uh, Sean would know more about it. I know he had a, a guy that uh, did you go to the Hemingway house? I know they had. Yeah, we didn't like pay to kind of uh, yeah, enter the grounds. We just kind of looked, looked and at looked it over. And yeah, they he yeah he was big into big game hunting and fishing and boxing too. And to bo- yeah, he was like a he was a serious man's man. Yeah, drinking and the whole going back and forth. And I think the book. Uh, to have and have not as references about going back and forth from Cuba to Key West. But yeah. apparently they, he's still revered in Cuba too. They really like that. Some bookstores that you could see where obviously they had a lot of his works in the window still I'm sure translated, but Papa Hemingway. Is that uh, how he's revered? Oh yeah. I think, I mean, I think that's, yeah, I forgot what they, let's see. Yeah. Let's get some fun facts about Cuba. Hemingway. In Cuba. Hemingway was the only American civilian with permission to conduct patrols off the coast of Cuba. He was hunting German submarines in his fishing boat using direction-finding equipment, a machine gun, and hand grenades. Jesus. (laughs) Wow. He is When the hell did he... I guess that would have to be uh, uh, World War II because he was in World War I. It's crazy. Let's see. Hemingway met Fidel Castro at his fishing tournament. Castro respected Hemingway and confided that the strategy used by the guerrillas in Hemingway's book, For Whom the Bell Tolls, gave him ideas when he was battling in the Sierra Maestro. Okay. Yeah, I don't Because he basically predates. Because uh, I think Hemingway killed himself in 61. So co- couple years after the... And in 1954, Hemingway, while in Cuba, received a telegram from the Swedish Academy that he won the Nobel Prize for Literature. Yeah. How about that? Cubanos. Yeah, apparently there's a legend that goes around that he was the one who named the mojito as well. That's what they say on the streets there. There was... Oh, really? Urban legend. Yeah, that he fucked... Just because he fucked up the language where uh, the woman that was giving us the little walking tour said that he was laying out in the yard in his... In his uh, house in cuba and it was really hot and he was drinking rum and he was chewing mint to cool it down and thought to himself this would be a really uh oh, so good he, drink. he okay so he went to the, the bar that we were at there was i forgot it was like uh uh what is it, bodega the bogajita del medio or something like that and they mm-hmm. and a uh the guy behind the bar was whatever medio or what was short for something but he he said apparently medio not mojito, modillo is mm-hmm. small bunch like of mint, ah, and he kept saying sense. that, and the guy f- thought he because he couldn't speak so Spanish all that well, it. he butchered oh, I it. And, yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's true, but they said that's the legend of the streets of Cuba. Well, according to this, Ernest Hemingway loved Cuba so much that he considered himself a Cubano Sato, 
which translates into a garden variety Cuban. Garden, yeah. <laughs> garden variety. There was no garden variety. There was a whole different variety, but it was a, it was a, it was a trip and a half. I would, I endured all that. I feel like it was a little short. How it was, it was only. I mean, it was less than twenty four hours that the boat was docked. It was literally less than twenty four hours that it was so in you the went harbor. Miami to Cuba and back. Yeah, it didn't feel like a fucking from Jersey to Miami to. Cuba to no, there was one other stop at the Bahamas, but it was a Norwegian cruise owned island. It, right. it was like basically a little, it almost like their little theme park as an island. Jump off, they have the three different places you can get free drinks, three different places you can eat, and you go snorkeling. Yeah. And it was the best part was being in the water. That was that was pretty cool, but it was only yeah. six hour stop. Then you're back on the boat. Right, I would have given that up any day of the week, even go back to Key West if that was a stop. So there was not one redeeming quality of the cruise ship at all. Uh, no, you know what? When you got back on after Cuba, after did you, you buy we, into it a little bit? Like I no, feel like I, you know what I did? I just stopped and I was like, "This is what this is what you're supposed to do." I'm, I did what they encourage you to do. I mm-hmm. was like, "I'm not worried." Now we're traveling for a day. You don't worry about shit. We'll look at. We'll go see what they have going on. We'll bounce around. We'll go hit the other bars. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. And then yeah. you know after that, every clown on the boat had cigars up on the. On the uh, top deck there. I bought Bro, the, this is a real Cuban. No, yeah. it's not. He just one got guy, hustled. <laughs> one guy had uh, uh, a lot. Most of those guys that were up there knew shit about cigars. Yeah. But everything they t- one guy said com- completely contradicted another guy's stuff. Like these right. experts. Right, right. Like, I got my humidor. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but they, uh, up there, it was pretty cool. One guy did tell me a story that I wished I had experienced. He's like, we just got off the boat. We went here. I ended up in a shop and in the back room. They were, they were hand-rolled cigars. Like, mm-hmm. the guy was rolling them right, right there for you. Yeah. And he's like, uh, while he was in the room, anything he smoked in the room, the guy would give him for free. And they were giving him rum. And he's like, you know, they expect you to buy stuff on the way out. But he let them smoke cigars in there for free. Mm. And he came back with a bunch of these just hand-rolled in front of him cigars on the way out. And, like, that would have been... That, I think they were fairly like seven, eight bucks a pop or something like right. that. But that would have been like the real experience. And he's like, you know, we're sitting there for a while. They have a fan going. We're drinking rum. The guy's rolling cigars for me, talking to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I was in a an apartment with <laughs> the four guys going. Yeah, that well, sounds like a seedy, like, it, drug deal. It was, the other place, the second place, the, the Draquitos, or, uh, that we went in for the rum, it was... This place had an upstairs bathroom, completely clean, toilet paper, toilet seat. That was great. Had the uh, had a beer, which it sucks. The, whatever they have sucks. It's it's just not all that good. And the mojito was really good. And this guy was talking for a while. He actually handed me a card that had a Facebook page and all mm-hmm. that. So some of the some of the people down there have phones and they have the internet and they're. I believe that's the kind of thing that'll change them eventually. But uh, he. Uh, he had on the door. He's like, come here, come here. And he shows me the door. Somebody wrote on the door, dear Senor Trump, do not enter. And <laughs> some, some other shit. But he said, oh, I can get you cigars too. I'm like, I wasn't even asking for cigars. I was just asking, what, how does this work? What does it do? And he brings me into another apartment, the ground floor one though. Wow. And there was, was it n- like, was it like a, a duplex here? No, like, this, was, I don't this even, was like tourist They don't section even make eight? sense. No, section eight, no doubt. We walked in. Walked in this little doorway and made him left into another one. There's tiny little kitchen with two Archie Bunker looking chairs mm. in the corner and a bed and then a table with he had cigars on. It smelled like the mold in there was like from probably from 1959. It Ugh. smelled so terrible in there. And he's like, no, nah, I'll give you a good price today. I'm like, no, 
They yeah. all of them use the same shtick. Today, there's half price. It's only for today. I'm like, you're sure it is. And after a while, I'm like, enough with the fucking cigars. I'm done. Yeah. That's not yeah. why I'm here. I bought the five of them. I, I was going to bring, you know, one yeah. for you guys. And when Sean just, like, I don't well, make sure you just buy, like, you can get the little gel humidity packets. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then they'll, they'll but stay. There's only five, so I don't know how long. I'm gonna, like, I'll smoke one. and Honestly, they're two bucks. And oh, you just really? throw them in a plastic bag, and it'll last a month. All right. Yeah, because yeah. this, I'm like, what am I going to buy a $300 box of fucking cigars? No. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. They sell these packets now. Yeah. And they completely destroyed, well, I don't want to say destroyed, but, the you know, humidor. part of the humidor price would the would, is the hydrometer, which is what keeps the moisture yeah, and yeah. Like measures it and all of that. And so if you buy a humidor, if you ask anyone that knows about cigars now, they're like, just throw that thing out and just buy these packets. Really? Because they're super cheap and good. Like, you know, yeah, because you know when they when they expire, they just get hard. The gel yeah. kind of, you know, locks up and rocks up and, and so you just put another, put another pack one in, in. You can keep going. And you can get like a forty pack for twenty bucks. And really? so but yeah, you do need the box, Good. like the the actual humidor in terms of like a cedar box. Yeah, yeah. But all the widgets and gadgets that normally that you have to put the distilled water and or Fuck humidity, je- you don't need to do that. Anymore. I would have, I would have. I mean, I I enjoyed these cigars. Maybe I've yeah. only enjoyed cigars on vacation. Yeah. And the few that I have that have not left that taste in my mouth was Cohiba. I don't know why. I just thought they were. Like, I got lucky with the ones in Mexico. Well, you know, we'll have a session. I've got a full load. And, and I, you know, because it, mild you, ones are nice. Do you have... Oh, they're mild? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's all different... There's a guy fucking on this boat with a cigar that looked like a fucking sausage. I mean, huge. Yeah, like, like a boss hog. Yeah, but I'm like, dude, where, where... There's only one small deck you could smoke this on. You're going to smoke that whole thing up here yeah. by yourself. And then these guys talking about humidors just sound like pretentious dicks. Like, yeah. like really? Yeah. Who gives a damn about your fucking humidor? Now they're... That's like first word problems, like arguing about whose cigars. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it was uh, it was a good... It was a, I bought a boxes co- uh, little tin of them on the boat yeah for 18 bucks there was five cohibas in there that was before we got off the boat yeah and they were small short that's good enough for it's me small, yeah and it wasn't it wasn't bad it was i just don't know if i could be a, a cigar smoker full-time man and that these some of the cigars are so goddamn obnoxious oh yeah it's yeah. it's hilarious but I, I i just wanted to argue with these guys but i, just, <laughs> I didn't do it i'm like really really well, speaking of cigars and, and beer, I when I was in Florida, I, I drank a lot of, not a lot, but I mean, the beer of choice was Cigar City High Life. Yeah. Are you into yeah. that? That's a yeah. good one. I guess yeah, it's... That's, that's their, like... Uh, what is the High Life? Like, it's just an IPA, IPA, but it's a it's citrus. Like, it's like a West Coast IPA, right? Yeah, it's it kind of... feels old, that it's way. It's old school, so yeah. it's kind of got, like, nowadays, the IPAs are all fruity and yeah. non-bitter, yeah. but this is, like, more old school. And I, Sorry, I missed I, your whole conversation. Uh, we were talking My about kids, the, the one had to shit down there. <laughs> oh. And he was like... Did, did he use the toilet or did he just go... No, the but gr- they oh. locked the men's room again. They did it last time and oh. they did it again. So you got to go upstairs. No, we went to uh, the fifth floor. But if you go upstairs, you get a new bathroom. It's all. It, uh, it's what this well, one is going to again. look like. I don't like. know. They hit the door. So now uh, when we first came in, they locked it, I guess, because we went in. They, oh, it was this locked. door, you mean... Y- yeah, the one oh, we the just front went door. to. The front no, door, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. The bathroom door. The bathroom yeah. door. So we went then, right? So we couldn't get back into the bathroom. So we went to the woman's room, and of course, 
the there young, was a woman. My young, no, <laughs> no, there's nobody here. But the the youngest one, of course, had to take a shit. Mm-hmm. Of course. And he's like, he's like, mommy usually uses dry paper towel or uh, dry <laughs> toilet paper and then wets one. And then so like when he's done, he's like, do I, is my hiney like really clean? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> shut it, kid. There's kids in Cuba right now using plantain leaves. And I'm That's like, no. <laughs> no yeah. and I'm like, on that toilet. Next time you fucking mouth off, look at this thing. And I'm like, it, it's good enough. It's good enough. And he's like, he's like, no, uh, when I get home, are you going to have to wipe it more? And I'm like... Oh, no. Wow. Wow, Mary, Mary's getting that OCD revved up, huh? I, I don't know. <laughs> she, well, you know what they're used to? Because going back now, we, it was the wet wipes. Mm. It's the wet wipes, man. Yeah. They We use, like, the flushable wipes, so... They're that not used was, to that dry... I, well, yeah, I mean, it's the... That shit was going to be a lifesaver in Cuba if I needed to use it. Oh, man, it you could have, like... Brought flush wipes down there and like got like a oh right. up. those people you, oh my shit, god I didn't even think of that yeah you could, could have bought that for two bucks yeah, and handed it you could have got like a whole case of yeah, cigars yeah you know what here I got a, I got a bunch of fucking baby blew wipes mind. <laughs> I traded baby wipes <laughs> for goebas just Rob whistling made <laughs> 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 come right, feel this bro Mira. come feel this <laughs> just get off the boat real confident. Yeah. fucking bags fuego you, that fuego <laughs> give me your hand give me your hand feel this. <gasps> Don't give me those banana leaf cigars, motherfucker. I want <laughs> this shit is Johnson and Johnson. Uh, yeah. So where did you go, Chris? When Over on vacation? No. I didn't go anywhere. No. I don't do anything. I I just I <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. I like you just you just locked down, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I don't do anything. I told you we don't. This is the extent of me coming out here. No, it's like or a concert or show, like a, like like a troll know, under the bridge and just on subreddit forums talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> on vacation of the mind. I don't know. I've always i I had this de- destiny coming to me when I was mm. in high school. I yeah. don't. I don't think I have that. Like I, I couldn't go on a cruise and deal with all these people and uh, have like. And wandering around and being trapped and like it's it's too much. Having people approach you every second, trying yeah. to come with me. I remember you from the cruise Strangers ship. Strangers you know? talking to me? No. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't what do the it. Hell? Uh, after a while, you not in it. your red hot chili peppers t shirt. <laughs> red talk. hot chili peppers. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk to me. Yeah. Uh, suck my kiss. <laughs> suck. <laughs> After a while, you get hardened to those people, and you just learn to be pissed off. Oh, fuck you, get out of here. Chris would Dude. come back. Oh, they just played you two the whole <laughs> time. <laughs> no, fuck that. Half these guys. When we asked them to play something, Helen asked these guys. Like the art, where I bought a bag, and it the strings because oh. I was the stuff. They, you know, how it was like one of those. Uh, it, it wasn't the Rasta bag, but it was the same style that the the strings could slip inside. I'm like, oh shit, the string went in there. Some guy comes up. Gives me a straw. He takes it from me and he weaves the thing back out. Oh, look at that! So I, gave, I gave him a couple pesos, and they had turned out to be in a band that were playing in the restaurant right next door. And they're like, "Oh, we play, we play." Oh, like, all right, let's go in and watch them for a bit. We already ate, and they, three dudes and me and Helen, and that's it. And they're mm-hmm. playing for us, and they're singing. They're all looking at us like, "Ah, uh, she's got a video of it." That's cool. It was cool, but then she's like, "Can you play Three Little Birds?" And they're like, "What, like Bob Marley?" and they, it, one of them knew who Bob Marley was. Really? Like, there's That's no, weird. there's very little outside influence wow. 
coming in there, which was really weird. He's like, oh, Bob Marley, Bob Marley. But they didn't know the song. I mean, I'd be into going to Cuba or like stuff like that, but it just seems too much too much hassle to actually get there. <laughs> it, was, it was a hassle. It's not worth it's it. It's looking real hassle. It's just not it's worth plane. it. If you could warp that, me there, I would like... Driving, that would it would have been easier with a flight, but yeah. then driving back, when we got off the boat too, it was, it was definitely like, wow. Um, all right, modern amenities, America. Like, like it was, it was, there's no doubt we're Americans. I, I always say, uh, like, I guess like up, if you gave me like the bu- uh, bucket list kind of thing, a destination to go to, it was always like, uh, how's it pronounced? In Bricktown? No, yeah, Bricktown, Brick. New Jersey. <laughs> I hear it's beautiful. It's really built up. It's gorgeous. <laughs> All the it's chain restaurants you no, could I, ever want. No, I, I always thought uh, I'm like fascinated by like uh, Narlins. No, no, yeah, that's, that's, that's a fun town. You've been? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want to do like the Mardi Gras, like no, I'll show either. me your tits thing. But No, like, but the I, French Quarter is cool. Yeah, like yeah. the jazz. I would like to do the that's jazz. That's the next and, like, one, and I think that's the, the one like where I'll be like I feel like that place is like a really strange, like it is. it doesn't feel like, um, I haven't been there, but what I've seen on TV mm-hmm. or whatever, it just doesn't yeah. seem like our America. It sounds yeah. like a. It feels like a little place that is not really. Like yeah, that the that's other. fair because you you have a lot of the Creole influ- Creole influence still, yeah. and then like the quote rednecks from Louisiana. Have are, you ever are been next, there? Yeah, yeah, I've been to New Orleans yeah. a couple times it's, for work. Yeah, oh. it's awesome. It's, yeah, it's, that's, 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 it's beautiful. It, a lot of it's been compared to in some levels Key West a little bit, mm-hmm. like really? just like the yeah, but yeah, it, because you have that feeling of like, wait, I'm still in America. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like this timed piece. You know, I'm speaking of the French Quarter in particular right. because you know the architecture is different, and you know even the people with their accents mm-hmm. doesn't sound like a Southern accent or yeah, any other American what, accent, yeah. and yeah. so. Um, and then the jazz culture is still very much that's pervasive right. and live and well, and yeah. the food is phenomenal. So do you have to time it, though, to not have the meatheads down there? Like, is it a meathead central all the time, 24-7? Well, or can I, like, is it one of those things like, ah, I just don't go around Mardi Gras? Yeah, I, I would I would suggest not going around Mar- Mardi Gras, but Tulane University mm. is, like, probably the biggest party school in the country. I don't know how it stays under the radar because it's all, all it really is is a bunch of wealthy New Yorkers that go to college there, and it's a big party school. What's it called? Tulane. I never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big, that's a college. Like I a, never like a, like a Will they have a sports team? Yeah. Or something? yeah, yeah the, like the, the green the, wave is there. All right, I think, maybe yeah, I, 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 think there's, I think there's pretty big in baseball, too. Oh, yeah. are, they, are they close to the quarter there? Yeah, they're like in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, so it, there, there is that college feel to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not going to be as obnoxious as Mardi Gras. And then there's like the week leading into, there's a lot of like voodoo parades and things like that. Like there's always, like on a weekend, there will well, be a parade. I don't like parades. I already said that. Like I don't right, want to sit and watch like a, but, but like, that, ooh, well, there's a skull on a stick. Well, yeah, that, <laughs> right, yeah. There's like that. flaming torches <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, like yeah. uh, voodoo pins, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> voodoo I don't dolls. Care about that either. But but like that's what I feel like happens. Like any other, like any yeah. random weekend, there's like yeah. oh the parade of the uh, the you do know they the shrimp. still do Mardi Gras with this whole like Me Too shit. That seems pretty primitive. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I think that still happens. That really, I mean, like beats, show me your boot. It's probably not as wild. I don't know. I Dude, that just looks like shit anyway. Now yeah. at this point in my mm-hmm. life, but I think I'm there's a parquet court song uh, on the new album. Mardi Gras. Oh yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, it's good. good. Yeah, I think that's the city that'll be the, the end it for me. I w- that'll be 
this is the best place I've ever been. I just feel it. Like, before we even go there, I want to see that place badly. Which one? It's New Orleans. That's yeah. at the top of the list now. For sure, yeah. That was always... I've said that forever. Savannah, I, just, Georgia, I just was always nervous about the, the meathead factor yeah, the, of it. Savannah, Georgia was really cool, too. It was really, really a, a different city with, like, a, a just a jumping scene. It was. It, it went from, like, Southern Bells. There was roving gangs of... of uh, bachelorette parties mm. all these like southern white girl kind of running around which are boring as shit then we just turned a corner and we watched a fucking two horses cops on horses pull somebody over for in a car really? it was crazy like they <laughs> Chase huge the Clydesdale just blocking the intersection they make the guy get out and then there's all these they're very polite clubs. I hear the southern bells they were yeah they're, but they're Coming boring as shit the they're all drinking Chardonnay it's just uh, like yeah. they're all wearing those same shorts <laughs> they suck Chardonnay. they just suck and uh, they have, that's another city that doesn't have an open container law so you just you know any bar you go into they'll you, you want to leave just pour your drink in a plastic cup and walk out the oh, door yeah? so wow. it, it was it was pretty good I think of all the places I've been the most intense party town I've ever been to is Austin and this place was this is getting good. close. This is this is Parquet Courts Mardi Gras beats. Yeah, kind of sounds like um, almost has like a Beach Boys uh, feel to it a little bit. Or listen to the harmonies. Actually, yeah, it, does, it totally has it's, that Beach Boy. It doesn't thing sound too. like their regular like punk no. vibe. Yeah, kind of like they. Uh, I would listen to that song on repeat if I was down there. Yeah. <laughs> over and over. <laughs> yeah. Not Harry Connick Jr. No, is that where he's from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, he's New Orleans mm. through and through. Yeah, no, but it's. Um, I don't know what movie it was, but Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie they. Moved there just because they loved it so much. I think John uh-huh. Goodman, and and it was obviously after Katrina, so they mm. created a lot of influence and raised a lot of money, and um, you know, bought houses there. But uh, shit, maybe we have a, a RGP uh, tour down there. Sure. Trip. Yeah, and there's like, yeah, I mean, there's public squares. That's one. That's a city that Romantic Mike needs to go. Because oh, he yeah. would be banging on oh, yeah, he would steel containers and garbage cans oh, right yeah. along with those people. Yeah, no shirt on. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and Mike, so just a little bit of background. Mike is basically... Yeah, um, explain the whole concept because uh, now you brought up I, the romantic. I, yeah, I mean... Mike is almost Asperger-like when it comes to, like, beating on stuff <laughs> and making beautiful sounds, like, with his fingers banging on wood. Like, he can just do, like, he can just create sound. <laughs> yeah, but go from, like, what is he like? What is he known for? Pat, passing out? Passing you know, out? That's one thing, yes. Yeah, I mean, so Romantic Mike, I, it's a nickname that my, my dad had given him. So oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. He's always in love, Rob. And, and <laughs> now, now who's he dating? One like t- every time, I don't know what, because he'd always ask about you guys whenever so, I'd come home, <laughs> and you know, I'd go through, you know, romantic everyone. Mike is who we called in Taiwan, and right, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's in Bangkok now. So, 
Yeah, romantic Mike, uh, you know, talk about being stuck in time. Uh, Mike definitely lives in a world of romanticism and, you know, sees... He's a poet at heart. Yeah, he sees the world in a very literal sense. Wherever Disney princess (laughs) sighs every time (laughs) the prince kisses, this is the way it's supposed to go. I wake up from the sleep. Handsome prince, if you just reverse the genders. Uh, Isn't there a John? Th- what's the line in the le- the Strawberry Field story? Right? Don't you know it? Uh, yeah, I mean it's secondhand. I wasn't there, but I mean he was obviously growing up a, a huge Beatles fan, and, and uh, he learned to play guitar by listening to. I think WOBM every Sunday in New Jersey would play. They would dedicate a few hours to the Beatles, and so Mike would listen to that religiously. He got a guitar and like taught himself how to play guitar listening to the Beatles, and um, so John Lennon, as poetic as he he was, you know, was Mike's basically idol. Um, but Mike wasn't the best with controlling his alcohol levels and, you know, and not that he would drink a lot. He just, you know, never grew out of a 140 pound frame, <laughs> even as an adult now. <laughs> so there well, was, a, come on. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, shout <laughs> I'm out to the little guys out there, yeah, but, but you know, you're a beer guy. So you have some tolerance. Mike, yeah. you know, Mike could drink a pint of beer and just, you know, mm-hmm. cheeks get <laughs> red and shirt comes off. And next thing you know, he's making noises like with concrete and, yeah. uh, sticks. And so, uh, you know, so, so every year, uh, as, as, John Lennon's memorial every year during his birthday or at least his birthday or anniversary of his death. I can't it's remember. A, the, the December 8th is mm-hmm. death day. So his, uh, his death day and Central Park, a bunch of people come together, light candles and, you know, they call it the strawberry field section of Central Park. And so people travel the world just to do this on December. There's 8th. actually a, a marble, I don't know if it's marble or tile right. sign there. It says imagine right. right off of the Dakota on 72nd Street. So we, yeah. they gather there like in droves on December 8th. So one December 8th, <laughs> after a very long day in Manhattan bar hopping, Mike decides to pay tribute to John Lennon by stumbling over everyone's <laughs> candle, <laughs> destroying he, it. <laughs> he drunkenly fell down into the middle of the circle, I think, and knocked over a bunch of candles of people that were bunch memorializing. Bunch of gasps. <gasps> <gasps> no, how could you? <laughs> Not John Lennon. <laughs> Mike that's turned the into the drunken the frat guy when he's really part. one of them that, yeah. that he offended. Yeah, I mean, that's that's... What he wanted to do is fit in with those. But he actually. Yeah. The other unique thing about sorry, Rob. Uh, the other unique thing about Mike is that he lives by such a strong principle of rules for other people, yeah. <laughs> not himself. <laughs> but if you break those rules, one way, Mike, it's unacceptable. But Mike has no rules. <laughs> one way, Mike. We we got that nickname. I remember the time it was a long time ago. I think it was Barnegat where he decided he had fallen in love with. A female friend of us of ours, and uh, it was brief. Nothing ever came from it, but it just like out of nowhere. And uh, that was a night I think you threatened him. If I catch you writing a poem, I'm going to kick your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Although in hindsight, I probably should have given him a lot more credit because Mike doesn't. You know, he never liked Americans. He would only date international women because Americans are not romantic enough. So there needed there needed to be more of a fantasy and some unobtainable thing. About who he dated and the pain and the suffering. He just couldn't date. Like he couldn't, he just couldn't go to the movies with some girl from Teaneck. <laughs> Mike, she's Eastern European. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, might well, get we, him, we might get him on in a, yeah. in a month or so. We love He's you, Mike. Home. Yeah. So what now, time is it now? 
What's up? Wow, it's wow, it's five thirty in the morning there. Yeah, he, he ain't gonna answer. No. Oh God. Yeah, he'll have to get him on sometime. Hopefully this summer. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So romantic Mike now is uh, married, living in in Thailand with his wife and child, um, because you know it sounded like a good idea. Yeah. So he's there. I'll come back. <laughs> I'm sure. Or, or go somewhere <laughs> further away. <laughs> oh man, I think I have to drink again on the next podcast. To wake my ass up. Uh, it was a little, <laughs> little uh, stiff. Well, I mean, there's there's still some left. We have some time. What what do you got? Uh, let's see. We have Citradelic Tangerine IPA. Yeah. And if you get up and get one, <laughs> I, I would sure appreciate Table. one as well. <laughs> um. So you're feeling sleepy? No, I just uh, I I just feel I think every night this week. I went to sleep on under the influence, like heavily, oh. heavily. Like oh. there was a few of them where, especially with the uh, the vape and then the drinks, and you're stumbling to the. And it, that's yeah. what that's when I started to enjoy the cruise. So you had to smuggle go. that on. Did they? They don't. No, right? I was worried about it. I didn't know what it would be like, but it's such a small thing yeah. that I don't think anybody knows what to look for. Honestly, I don't oh, even think know security what? knows what to look for when it comes to that kind of thing. That reminds me, I wanted to send it to you guys. But they, what, I mean, how do they even check in the first place when they, you're getting on? You, as far as I know, it was the exact same thing as an airport. You gave them the check bag. I assume they have something that they x-rayed on yeah. the way in. Like, I took I took a fucking rock from from the second stop. It was like a coral rock. It looked cool. I threw it in the bag. They caught that. Really? Like, you guys but stopped me on the way back they, to the ship. No, they, I didn't well, see that. I don't know. There's like vape. Everybody vapes now, like regular. And I so I guess maybe it's hard to catch. Yeah, I don't, I don't think security's up on the the latest shit either yeah. and i don't know if that they care i don't know yeah. they shouldn't they actually should have they should encourage the rest of the boat to do that they probably have less problems and they yeah. probably would if, especially with an all-inclusive like that they would sell less booze too they would well, or yeah, not I could, sell it I could not imagine Give sitting on a cruise with all this like was it you know there's singing and dancing and uh, you know, not like, as much as you think like the yeah 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 like the stupid yeah. conga line listening to yeah hot, 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 I was like. just sitting sober watching that was no, so it, depressing. it's more like and this was the other thing they had so they had the band up there they would bring a band up every once in a while and they were all like other crew members that probably got the position because they could also play yeah. so they got them together to play these regular island friendly songs in their fucking their polo shirts tucked into their white pants <laughs> and with a name tag on it. And they, they, the singer would just do the same three steps back and forth while he's singing, like eat Three Little Birds or anything by yeah. Bob Marley. But other than that, the, most people are just laying there and the other ones are eating. Everybody's running back and forth to the bar. We spent a lot of time up at the uh, the smoking lounge up there because they were just different people. They were just, yeah. it was, they weren't the same. And it was above the music. What are you playing, Jimmy Buffett? Oh, Banana Republics for you. I was trying to get into the cruise mood here. <laughs> this is a little too soft. You need the. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of the like. I don't. I, I call it all house music. I'm sure it's broken down into other subgenres yeah. that people would call me out on. But it was just these two speakers aimed at the pool and all the lounge chairs, and it's just like constant. That sounds terrible. It was fucking awful. Mm. Fucking awful. You don't get that on a senior citizen cruise, though. No, I, I no. Would, that would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? No, what do they play? Oh, man, it's oh, it's just that. so relaxing. And then, like, there's a nightclub. So yeah. if you wanted to kind of experience that, you know, you get the cougars kind of yeah. on the prowl. And then you, you might get, like, the hip grandpa and grandpa or grandma. And that, then, but that then the best seems case, amusing. It's great. Actually, the it was senior great. citizen one. Watch, if yeah. you were just, like, a... 
you know, watching from afar, watching them operate. That, that was my yeah. first cruise. And it was like, <laughs> I, I, I'm completely disillusioned apparently because all these other cruises sound miserable, yeah. you, you know, but you don't get that same traveling Walmart feel yeah. when it's just like a yeah. low key, older demographic Everyone's in bed at 10 o'clock, but, you know, everyone <laughs> brought Everyone's <laughs> in bed, the co- quiet cruise ship at 10. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then it's like you have the family that comes with, like, y- you know, the, the single nieces and the granddaughters and, yeah. and you know, the, the young couples. And then that's, you know, you like maybe did 10%. Did you see some old dudes trying to hook up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And then you get all the stories. Like, I met a retired NFL referee. Oh yeah, like he it just he six months out of the Ed year. Ed Hockley. Ed Hockley. Where was the out. cruise to? Um, it was the Brit. I the first one I went was the British Virgin Islands. Oh okay, but it was like a it was called the Oosterdam, and I thought it was a Norwegian. It had to be Norwegian, but it it was a it was just. I, I think I mentioned this. I walked on, and the people at the security were like, "You're the youngest pe- person here," and I was thirty. <laughs> Like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, did you know that when you booked it? or I had no clue. Was it really a quiet cruise ship that night? Yeah, but, <laughs> but they, they had a nightclub. And then I became friends with the DJ because, uh, you know, he was, you know, a classic. Um, so did like, they have like a, did they have like, a, I, maybe I asked this when you guys talked about cruises on the yeah. earlier episode, but did they have um, like a stand-up Comedians and things yeah, this like one that. did too. You know, because I, 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 I'm just ask, wondering, Jim's though, because he was with seniors. Oh. If they had like, you know, like jokes geared to like, yeah, it was oh, probably yeah. like Billy Crystal or someone. I didn't, I, I didn't know no, this, like just, Steve yeah, Martin. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like, I yeah, it was. Uh, I remember they they had like art auctions, and mm-hmm. and like you had there was three dinners that mm-hmm. you had to wear a suit. Yeah. You know, and like everyone walking, like all the waiters, like they were classic, like with the uh, the the white napkin over their hand, and yeah. they, they had a sommelier, and then every like baked Alaska was coming down the aisle. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> what the, man, that was a little different than mine. It was fucking yeah. Denny's for real. Like it was. See, I could do gyms. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't want to do mine. Yeah, yours was, sounds terrible. It was. Uh, it was even the. I swear, we went to the one restaurant you have to make reservations for. We went there for breakfast. Or His just sounds like a uh, floating diner. Yours sounds like, like floating Walmart. Yeah, it was. It was. It was literally like that. That's what. But I guess there's different. Uh, it was a floating retirement home. Too. It was like Crestwood Village on on water. That's what, <laughs> we're cruising to St. Petersburg, <laughs> listening to like the fucking organ store in the mall. People dancing to that. Like, yeah. the, uh, this. Uh, yeah, this this was just. It was. It was fucking Denny's and Walmart. And but I hear. I guess there's different grades. Like Norwegian has like. I don't know, 10 different ships. Yeah. I guess you cruisers know which ones. Exactly. Because this yeah. woman came up to us right away. Want me to take your picture? She was raspy. Carmine's voice. mom? Carmine. <laughs> <laughs> and they, uh, and uh, she's like, I, this is my 30th cruise. I'm like, oh, oh nice. Wow. And yeah. she know, like, no, this boat's good. This is what you do. You want to go late night? You go to the casino or the pizza bar. They're open late. You can get in. Like, Jesus, she had the whole boat out. Tugboat tramp stamp tattoo on her. <laughs> she, she was way over tanned, like, oh, yeah, like yeah, just wearing this gaudy dress and doing a twirl on the deck. So, Chris, you had asked about um, Rob's vape and what have you. And for whatever reason, I don't know why, but just well, partly because I'm still a teenager and you go through like these Instagram rabbit holes, and I quite honestly use it for research and to right. see what's hip and what the kids are doing. But in any event, I started. Man, fu- you sound so fucking old. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> what the kids are doing. No, but it's it's so practical. It's so it's such great research. And I, it's like right there. You. Like yeah. come on, you are a newfound social media influencer over the last, you know, influencer. Wow. 30 days. Nice. Yeah. But anyway, I started following the TSA. Mm. <laughs> you know, like the, the Security Administration, yeah. you know, and um so on 420, this is what they posted on their Instagram page. It says, so it has a picture of a marijuana leaf and it says, are we cool? We like to think we're cool. We want you to have a pleasant experience at the airport and arrive safely at your destination. But getting caught while trying to fly with marijuana or cannabis infused products can really harsh your, your mellow. <laughs> Let us be blunt. TSA officers in caps do not search for marijuana or other illegal drugs. Our screening procedures are focused on security and detecting potential threats. But in the event of a substance appears to be marijuana or cannabis-infused products, we're required by federal law to notify the law enforcement. This includes items that are used for medical purposes. Hashtag travel tips. That's a go ahead and do it. They hashtag 420 too. That's That's nice. (laughs) They get that 420 like hits. (laughs) But they're it's they're a great page because they do. Who is this again? The TSA. Oh, the TSA was. They have an Instagram page. Can really these products can really harsh your mellow. I know. To to be blunt, (laughs) (laughs) they got the right guy. Somebody had to like edit that too, right? And like go, what do you think? Yeah. But they, they hired the guy it's, from. Uh, it's really smart. I I really appreciate what they do because they you know like they're they're kind of satirical and like this is real stuff. Like they like what idiot thinks that they can get away with two revolvers and oh, a this samurai? Is real? Sword? Yeah. A fucking sword, <laughs> a sword, a passport, and two revolvers. And those those are revolvers. Those look like cowboy and, and look and, and look what look at how look at their uh, post. Ah, the golden age of cinema, a time when legends worked both on the front and behind the camera to create cinematic <laughs> what classics. Like sarcastic. I, yeah, what it's are they great. trying to get hit from the kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this seems you like gotta the, follow the this TSA. Seems like the last organization awesome. on earth that would be like this. It's great. I can't. Yeah. Usually, uh, they're like the funny. same people working at the rest stop Denny. I mean, uh. Roy Rogers, like they seem to be the same. They seem to be excited folks. to take these pictures when they grab this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, look at this! An axe, an axe, yeah. a switch, a, 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 a ninja star, yeah, Chinese <laughs> star, man. Valentine's Day is a wonderful time to remind that special someone how you feel. <laughs> what are you gonna do with all that? There's a, a machete. Card is lovely, and so are flowers. Alternatively, you could take a lesson from a passenger at Colorado Springs and give your sweetheart a big old bag of martial art weapons. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a a pickaxe or something. I don't know what that is. A dagger, a machete, and a Chinese uh, ninja star. Yeah, like I don't don't know if he's like hunting samurai or just looking for gold. Who the fuck has a ninja star unless you're... (laughs) (laughs) No. What fucking idiot thought he could bring that on? On Valentine's Day. That's so funny. They don't pay attention then. All right, let's see what else they got. Uh, yeah, it's a bunch of like knives that. So, and these are like real um, confiscations, right? Like, so what is that? So, this is a bag. Live snakes. A bag of green water, and it looks like snakes. But actually, Chris, why don't you tell us what this looks like? Um, well, this reminds <laughs> me of something that Chris <laughs> used to keep in his basement um, as a teenager the pickle. A pickle. Yeah, but explain that. All pickle. right. So back in the day, um, we had, 
I guess we decided we were going to shave our heads in like the summertime. I think it was around graduation. Yeah, it was right around June. It was right yeah, before like school. Yeah, when we graduated high school or something, we shaved our head and um, we just put all the hair clippings and some other stuff in it that some friends had over. And this was and eighth grade graduation, or no? Actually, I don't remember. I think it wasn't it junior year that or I don't. I, I don't know. It was senior, our my, senior year. But the thing was, you no. brought you brought a huge jar of deli pickles, like the big fat ones you get at like yeah. sandwich shops. Yeah, I'm not good with to school. stories. Yeah, and, and we were <laughs> or texting. We were. I think <laughs> yeah. you were at school with the things, and obviously people wanted pickles. I think it got down to one pickle left, right, in a jar full of. Yeah, of the, it was uh, like one of those like Costco giant. Yeah, size glass jars. Yeah, that, like a pickles. Like so, the pickles were like enormous. Yeah, like, they were huge, and they were. Uh, I think there was only one left in the pickle juice still, and somehow that was there when we shaved our heads, and yeah, all of the hair went into. We it. put it all in there, and we closed it back up, and then it just become became one. I think it got like, uh, kind of engorged. Or, like, it kind of swelled from yeah. the pickle juice because that pickle got big, man. I don't know. <laughs> it got, like, giant in there. And then it was just floating in, like, this, like, disgusting thing of Just green juice and hair. Hair and all this Ugh. stuff. So that thing became pretty famous. I think I brought it to school. Yeah, I think it yeah, was like you brought no. it back to school with just the one pickle So and I think you're right. It, it must have been junior year because I think senior year probably brought it back to school. I, I feel said, like... Do not, like, yeah, yeah, that was a big... What what was the uh I mean where is it now? It broke. It the broke. kids broke it. But <laughs> wow. yeah. what the fuck did that smell yeah. like? How did they get their well, hands on it? Well, first of all, you couldn't open it anymore. Yeah, Remember no. we were friends with yeah. this one dude that was like the biggest dude we knew and we asked him to open it and I guess from just the pickle juice and just maybe the I don't know. But that shit lasted But you could not open years? the jar yeah. no matter what it was. So it was kind of like that Excalibur shit, like taking the st- sword <laughs> from the stone. Yeah. Like, who can open this? <laughs> when he tried to that, that, that shit was like 15, 16 years old yeah. at that point. Anyway, but then I held on to it, and it just became this, like, I mean, it was so ridiculous. It's so disgusting, yeah. And then it was, like, awesome. But they, uh, moving from one place to another, I put it off to the side, and of course, my kids are lunatics, and one <laughs> hit it and kicked it, and I think it just, like, cracked open, In and I just house. saw it, and I was like, I actually was, like, upset, which is the funniest <laughs> part, and I actually, they're probably fucked up for the rest of their lives, because I was like, no, not the hairy pickle. <laughs> I know, and I like I like how you called them the lunatics for breaking your thirty year old pickle jar. <laughs> yeah, with right. hair in it. <laughs> the 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 shit like cracked, and I could see the just hair just like laying on the pavement, uh, which is like oh, a random out- giant pickle. It was outside. Yeah. Did it start oh, moving? I, that's yeah. my question. Was like, did this happen? <laughs> like, <laughs> no. just like, could you imagine if they broke that shit on the carpet, <laughs> like that juice soaking into the carpet, and you have to pick up hair? I think I have pictures hair. of it. I'll send. A, I'll oh. put a picture up on like. Uh, yeah, I I, th- I think stuff. it was in high school because I remember when I first hung out with you and we went down to, you know, like hung out at your house, yeah. into your basement, yeah, with like the forty two other children that lived there. And Chris goes, "You want to see my pickle?" Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what, what did I walk into? <laughs> Like I'm the fucking thing from Christmas story. Like the ten yeah. after a while, I, I mean, the, it was. Because the pickles obviously displace a lot of water, so the hair didn't replace all that. What else went in there? There must have something. Something else must have brought the water level back up, the liquid level. Because it, it was funny when you Weed. watch. What's it? <laughs> Weed. <laughs> Weed. So the pickle jar is sealed. It's, Truth be told, it's, it probably was. 
And so it's full now. And uh, the pick, I remember various times over 20 years that he had this thing being around and you show it to somebody and they're like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And then you look at it and, and the, it's not like you can see a pickle. It's just like hair in a jar. And then the pickle just kind of like shows up like Jaws 2. <laughs> yeah, when he does. just Like the shark it's just the reveals murky, itself. It was it's just, murky as shit in there. It was kind of like going to the bottom of the ocean and it was seeing like that <laughs> thing like, like <laughs> come out of the corner. Do you have pictures? You must have pictures. I, have, I took one picture. Somehow randomly I took a picture like a day before when I found it when I was moving so I took a picture outside in the sun so it's glistening oh, and all wow. like a perfect right. picture and like the next make day Instagram. yeah I'll put that thing on there oh, oh yes. <laughs> Helen just sent me that uh, uh, she watched the comedian that we had on the boat it was Willie Bersina mm. apparently he's a Netflix special too mm. so I'm like really a Netflix a guy who has a wow. Netflix thing is on a boat because you know they don't like those fucking gigs on a boat yeah, but they probably pay well. Bobby Kelly does, does them all the time. Yeah, yeah I, they they must. But I, I I imagine they would probably hate that. I think he only played one show that I know of. Anyway, well, was uh, it Willie? What that Arsena, would be? I think if, she said B. If I can watch them stand up on there, that would be. It, I can um, handle that. That was a night that Helen was out there alone because I cashed out way way early. Mm. This this dude here, yeah, that's the name. That she must said. be him, Willie Barcina. God bless them. A lot of people, when they came here from another country, especially Mexico, they go over rivers, mountains, you know, dodge border patrol. My story is my mom got me and my sister and dressed us up and, and, and said we're going to Disneyland. And uh, we just never came back, you know. It was a long Disneyland trip. I think back in those days, in the 70s, like 10,000 Mexicans. Is he the honorary sound, Cuban? Sounds, yeah, he uh. sounds, and he sounds like that's where he lives down there. I, yeah, I don't know what he... When you drive around, you see more Mexicans. They're everywhere. <laughs> There's another one right there. The Mexicans are coming. You know what? They're just trying to program you because what they're saying to you is, is this diversion tactic. So you won't think about the war. You know, you won't think about the oil spill. You won't think about the economy. So they're telling you, the Mexicans, they're ruining everything. The Mexicans, <laughs> you know, you're yeah, damn right. Goddamn, this is Ramon and his illegal taco truck. This is ruining everything. <laughs> That's the reason the economy's... No, I mean, I like Carlos uh, Mencia. <laughs> yeah, this this is the quality of Cruz comedy right here. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like... No, I, we'll give him the benefit of doubt. Really. I didn't get to see him. Yeah. I was I was too asleep. But, yeah, I, I was just surprised. I thought it would be just some amateur guy that didn't have any credits at all on the boat. But yeah. I didn't know Bobby Kelly did that. Yeah, yeah, I think he was on one not too long ago with, with Burt Kreischer and... Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Same. I I didn't I guess I guess if it's playing like a paying like a club gig and they give you a room and you're on yeah. a cruise ship, why don't why not? Yeah. yeah, that would be pretty sweet to be able to see those kind of guys on a Chris, if yes. The, yes. the RGP community mm-hmm. created a GoFundMe trip on a cruise with your family, would you go? Um with my with my kids? Uh, let's see. Yeah, with your kids. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, I guess, I guess for their sake, just to, there are god. Disney cruises, which has got to be the seventh level of hell. I know. What was the last? I mean, you lo- you love your family, you love your kids. Yeah, of course. I, you just don't like leaving the house. So mm-hmm. where, where could what have they you? They never really went on a vacation. So right. 
this just so saw your sad. pickle. This is just so sad. No, it's okay. No, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna explore okay. this. We're gonna okay. maybe maybe this summer you get to to Whiting Lake. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. I don't think they've left. they've gone to Pennsylvania. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, they're big city kids now oh, here yeah. in Philadelphia. Yeah, well, that's why they like coming here because yeah. they think, oh, this, this is like the wild west. And <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. This is like <laughs> the brave new world. Yeah. All right. I mean, I think that we should uh, create a GoFundMe for Chris's vacation outside of New Jersey. <laughs> RGP <laughs> fan club. Gonna <laughs> this, we're gonna raise two whole dollars. <laughs> two whole. Uh, <laughs> did you know we're gonna we're gonna get you over the Ben Franklin Bridge for two dollars. <laughs> I think my story would know. be, I would have endless stuff to talk about yeah, because and there I would be so much Honestly, shit to deal with, with. What if you put it up there? I bet, I, I have a feeling that it would be <laughs> enough for a cruise because there was a story that uh, I, I saw it on Seth Meyers, but apparently made its rounds. Some guy was doing a bachelor party and he sent an email to the wrong guy with the same name across the country. And the guy accepted, apparently, and then put a GoFundMe page to get for people to donate to get him to go to this bachelor party and they fucking did it. He showed really? like he yeah. did. Yeah, no one knew who he was. Do you know the story I'm talking about? No. You never, I've never I gotta heard find of it. it again. No. I'm doing it no justice. I guess there's justice. probably like people that are pretty sarcastic, don't give a shit and just drop a couple of dollars. Yeah. Maybe it adds up. He had, he had some clever way of putting it online yeah. that yeah. people just started donating to yeah. it because right. it was We're going to get Chris to New Orleans. Okay, you you can keep your kids oh, wow. at home. Oh, really? Who's going to watch them? You? No, I mean you like you, wiping you've, butts. You've got <laughs> not after Japan. I mean, I let the robots do it. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. You've got enough siblings. That's true. That's right? true. I could probably figure something out. Yeah, I, I would. It would only be right to probably record that though. That trip. Yeah, yeah. We could. It's a, We can. We can use it as a business expense here. Yeah. <laughs> a business expense. <laughs> we'll fly you. Coach, right to New Orleans, you and your wife. I don't know. I feel like maybe you got to bring your kids. Not yeah, to New Orleans. The kids would be the comic relief of this thing. Yeah. If you're going to record fuck it. Fuck that. If it's, forget New Orleans. I think that would be totally lost on you. Might as well go to, right to the hell and do a Disney cruise. <laughs> oh. Fucking awful. Yeah, we might not ever see you again. You might be the guy that jumps off the ship. Like everyone <laughs> says it in their head. I think I would. But you would be the guy. There yeah. would be fucking Mayday. Yeah, eaten by alligators. <laughs> <laughs> see that thing tossing and turning. Wait, here, I got a clip for you. This yep. is, it, it's the, uh, I looked up uh, Seth Meyers' GoFundMe bachelor party, and the first one is a, the kind of story we need m- more of right now, that we need right now. This is the, the clip. It's pretty... It's pretty funny, and this it, I can't believe GoFundMe's, but this might actually give an idea for All one. right, the kind of story we need right now, a man goes to a stranger's bachelor party. And uh, clearly, you're going to hear I did it no justice. All right. Well, it's only... F- it's only what? There we go. No, it's about three minutes. All right, here we go. Typo. A man in Arizona was accidentally invited to a total stranger's bachelor party, and what happened next brings us to a segment called The Kind of Story We Need Right Now. This is William Novak of Phoenix, Arizona. A couple weeks ago, he got a group email titled Angelo's Bachelor Party, inviting him to a party in Vermont for... Angelo? Oh, wait a second. He's going to Vermont? Angelo in Vermont. Angelo in Vermont. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, it's not the... This is brewing up to be good, I think. ...guy he'd never met. That's because the email was meant for a different William Novak. 
but the address was accidentally misspelled. So while you or I would have written back and said, sorry, wrong address, this guy hit reply all and wrote, count me in. <laughs> and, and the guys organizing the party wrote back and said, you're not the guy we meant to invite, but you sound awesome. Get your ass to Vermont. <laughs> yes. This is the kind of story we need right now. We all, every one of us, get a million emails a day and they all suck. Every email in our inbox is asking us to do something we don't want to do, like meet with our supervisor, or pay our bills, or have coffee with Karen so she can get closure. But this guy <laughs> got an email offering him a chance to have an adventure and he took it. Now, Will, Will's a new dad. He can't be throwing his money around on spontaneous trips. And that's why he started a GoFundMe page called Help Me Go to the Bachelor Party of a Stranger. Wow. In two that's, hours? That's easy enough for a cruise right Make there. Make sure Will wasn't a murderer. The guys planning the party asked him to send a photo of himself. And because Will is the coolest guy ever, he sent this picture of him doing karate in second grade. <laughs> and then, in case you thought this couldn't get any better, that picture went on the official bachelor party t-shirt. This is the kind of story we need right now. The headlines these days are filled with examples of toxic masculinity. We need more of this kind of masculinity, the kind that makes men go skiing in matching T-shirts. <laughs> Word about this whole thing got out on social media, and then more cool stuff happened. People offered the guys free ski listens, free tattoos, free beef jerky. And when Will landed at the airport for the bachelor party, a guy from a local brewery met him there with a bunch of free beer. This is the kind of story wow. we need right now. Because Americans... Americans love a lot of things. Freedom, independence, guns for some reason, but there's literally nothing we love more than free <laughs> So how did the bachelor party go? You know, it was pretty standard. They did regular bachelor party stuff like drinking, smoking cigars, and driving around in a free Maserati. <laughs> I didn't even know Vermont had Maseratis. Our country's more divided than ever, so it's a delight to see just one story about people coming together. So thank you, Will Novak, for opening that email instead of ignoring it, like I do with mine, because this is the kind of story we need right now. All right, Chris. Chris, now I'm very, pumped up. Very inspirational, right? Up, yeah. There's something. All right. Something so what do, what do I need to do? Does Chris just get right. to go? Why don't we do the whole fucking podcast? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but it's, it, I think the story of, of him would be more. Chris has never been on vacation. I know. He just that said would it. Be so I did to to England, like we talked about, but that was uh, only like twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, it's time. You're yeah. overdue. I think the story of putting that up there for you and and the story behind it would be much better than send a bunch of guys drinking away from their wives or something. You now this that would this work. is actually a great intern Dan project that I think uh -huh. he'll take on because I think he he can navigate the internet's the way that they need to to, to be navigated with this. Um, so we'll set up a GoFundMe page. We'll get it out on social media, and uh, we'll see like, where see where you go. Yeah, where can where where am I going to go? Uh, that would be a big part of it. Like, I mean, if this dude raised forty five hundred dollars in in a day, I mean that could that could bring you. I'll go wherever, anywhere, every, actually, anywhere. That actually, that you, while we put it up there, you could ask for suggestions for and describe the the family unit. You pay. You tell me where to go. Yeah. You donate, that could be fun. That now is your suggestion. Oh shit! They're gonna you're send gonna, me the really bad. Yeah. I have my. Am I bringing my kids? You're going. You got to keep that in mind. Uh, I'm dragging my kids. Well, to fun no, money. no, no. I think. I think if it's not solo, yeah, you can bring your wife. Bring my kids to fucking Compton or no, something. No, no, Egypt. Think, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. The, the we need our heads. 
If you put that in the <laughs> heading or whatever, however you write it up, keep in mind we're a family with young children. Don't, we're not going to. Well, you, uh, you tell us, Chris. Do you want to bring your family or do you want to just go with your wife? I think the funny part is to bring the kids. Yeah, right? I think that is okay. too. Because then right. I got to wipe butts and do. Well, I don't have to wipe small yeah. butts, but okay. it's a lot of. Someone has a, a meltdown at work, right? the opera house or something. God knows. It, it, I think it's worth a shot. All right. <laughs> we're going to do it. But I'd have to, I, I think it would be fair to record as much as I can. Yeah. yeah I think that would be big. Which now so that we've mastered, on you've got the Anchor app, which by the way, last episode was brought to you by Anchor. It was a great app that Rob and Chris did the, uh, and, and a shout out to Helen who, who did a great job on the Surprisingly podcast sounded really talking good. about poop. Yeah. If you haven't listened. I had one. to do your job of like, well, I thought I was doing your job of trying to steer this thing. You did That's great. A, you did great. tough. I thought it was great. All right. Well, listen, I, I think um, as we wrap up here, we we have a mission. We're going to send Chris on vacation with his family. We're going to start a GoFundMe page. So the tens of tens of fans that we have on RGP podcast, we are, are going to raise. And, and you know what? We'll let the amount of money I'm going to go to like Bricktown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to like point. I'm going to go like Seaside two, Heights. Yeah. You're I'm going to go, go to, to Elizabeth. You're going to go to New a- Jersey. Uh, yeah. Have you ever been to Delco, Delaware County, Pennsylvania? No. <laughs> Delco. <laughs> Sounds nice. <laughs> Going to end up in 88 the lanes. Airports there. Chris, the airport's there. <laughs> you can, you <laughs> can just see the planes fly. Yeah. That's well, how much my you, kids, that, that yeah. they're so sheltered, they would think that's tremendous. Yeah, we're, we're going to put you up at a Best Western next to the airport so you can see the planes go. That's how much money we're going to raise. We <laughs> should see them in the elevator of this building. They're acting like this is like... The, yeah. Yeah. It's a ride. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> you know what? Worst case, here's what we'll do. Worst case, yeah. I'll leave my place and you can spend the weekend at my place and bring him in. I mean, we're, you know, you got the Liberty Bell. You can do all that stuff. Oh, wow. Right? Then where would you go? No, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll go to my brother's house or something. You'll like, go on a real vacation? I'll go down to shore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go down to shore. <laughs> I don't know. I got a feeling this could be bigger than... All right. Then the ten bucks. I think. I think it's going to get you out of the tri-state area. Wow. I think that's. I think that's a. Uh, yeah. If we raise ten thousand dollars for Chris's vacation, that's going to be amazing. World tour. Ten, if there's ten grand. I'm going with him. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's I'll, only I'll, fair. I'll record it. I'll just <laughs> be the guy recording fair. it and commentating. Oh man. All right. So what? Okay. So now, now, now we have. Okay. You know, we have a mission. I can't you know? wait till next week. We look and there's a dollar fifty. That's all right. <laughs> That'll pay a toll. As long as we can pay tolls to get to my place, and you can have it for a weekend of your choice, maybe Fourth of July. It's very Americana. We're here straight up doing a GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right, dude. Okay. I think we can raise some money. Wow. I I think yeah for sure, we but get it up on Facebook, we get it on Twitter, yeah. Instagram. I feel like the Facebook community of like five people would at least get us fifty bucks. Yeah, I think there really? there's a lot of people watching, not participating there anymore. I think that that, that might actually. I like think us you know what? I think someone like Bill's sister would really buy into this and like chip in like chip a in. dollar. To yeah, promote yeah. it. We gotta yeah. have a good title though. Because that guy helped me go to a stranger's bachelor party. Like, it's kind of, it, it, it's absurd. I, I feel yeah. like there's other people that may have put 
send my family on vacation. We've never gone. How about I haven't been on a vacation in 25 years, guy needs to go. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the truth. Yeah, like, I think I, 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 that does it. It's not bad, but I think you got to use the kids in there, too. My kids think an elevator is a ride. Send us on vacation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's got to be something. We can get a little poetic with it. All right. Well, we'll we'll brainstorm. Yeah. We'll brainstorm. All right. So we have one week. I, I think that we're gonna. Well, actually, less than a week. We'll we'll get it fired up maybe tomorrow, and then <laughs> we'll we'll let it run through the week. And you may not be available for next week's podcast. Is that correct? We'll see. I don't know. Okay. It depends. All right, but Rob, Might I, I think Sean, Sean's available next weekend. I'm good all weekend, so whatever we so want So we'll do. set a tracker. And you know what? That's just one week. We'll, we'll let it run for like a month. Oh, we gotta let, yeah, let it run for a month. See until it fizzles then, out. And then we'll do a tracker. I think it would be funny to get suggestions to like I th- some random. I don't want to go where I would like to go. I think it would be cool to push me somewhere. Yeah, like, yeah because if people yeah. start participating, they tell yeah, you the stupid po- shit they did. Yeah, if you're going to do it and donate, then suggest and... Get me to somewhere awesome. I probably don't want to go. Dude, I cannot wait part. for a $1,000 contribution from Fuego. Fuego. Tells him to come to Cuba. Oh, oh my God. Cuba. <laughs> believe it or not. You think he's good with kids? No, the guy, uh, I forgot your name, Senora Draquitos. He, he said he would listen. He's actually the one to let me put stickers up inside his place. So oh. I doubt well, he would. Then he tried to sell me cigars in this dingy-ass apartment. But... Uh, that, I think that that he, maybe well, I don't want to go to Cuba. Out. No, I don't think Cuba will come up. I think <laughs> I you didn't find. You remember there was a uh, stay within the country. Make this it easy. Also reminds me of uh, Ron and Fez five years ago or something, where they were uh, Tito's Vodka sponsored a, a, a segment on their show yeah. called Road Trip, and uh-huh. they did. It, they talked about it all summer, and people just were going nuts. Like, yeah, we drove. They would take a different segment of the country, and people would just call about it, going crazy, naming places and stuff and shit yeah. that they did. I think that it would be kind of like that, where they're going to like, no, you got to go here. Here's 20, 20 bucks, like just like for their suggestion. And they'll, they'll bring up a lot of shit like Action Park. You got to go to Action Park. Like in the 80s yeah. or something. I, I feel like, I feel like there, there might be something there. Keep my wow. fingers crossed. Maybe I'm out, but. I think we do it. I think we do it. Road trip. All right. <laughs> We're at our time. So we, uh, I guess we, we need to do a vacation themed exit song, right? Like we, yeah. we need, need to do it. So uh, what's a, who's up? Of course you want to do it since you're, you're going to be going on a, I have a, to think of a vacation song. What's oh, a, I mean, what's the, the uh, do the theme song from uh, national lampoons vacation. Well, down on the holiday road. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know. Holiday the road. road. <laughs> <laughs> Who sung that for I real? Have no idea. No idea. Was it Kenny Loggins? I have it. It's probably. There's this YouTube. dude. Uh, I don't know if you guys know him, but Matt Pond. He did like a real cool like I chill love Matt verse. Pond. Really? Matt look Pond, up. PA. I saw yeah. it. He opened up for uh, for Luna years okay, ago. Okay, well, look up yeah. Matt Pond. Uh, how is that the name of it? Holiday Road. I think, I think it, so. I would. I would assume, but I play this around. I, for some reason, it's on my like Christmas mix, so I played it like around that time. You know, Christmas right. tree, decorating stuff. This is although, not although, really a fiery exit song. No, I know. I really feel like, I, of course, it's like the indie version of the song. I, I agree with Rob that we need to do uh, the I don't know who the original Holiday was. Road. Yeah, like, I don't I'll know find who it, really though. sung it. Uh, let's see. That or Buster Poindexter, Hot, Hot, Hot. <laughs> <laughs> that was the cruise shit. <laughs> 
Oh. All right. <laughs> All right. Go fund me. Rob's Garage Podcast. We're sending Chris on vacation. Send the oh, no. on vacation. We are oh, out. Yeah.